Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. How are my four favorite players in the world doing today? We're good. It is what it is. I'm great. Excellent. Yep, doing good. Excellent. Where last we left... Well, no, sorry. Before we talk about where last we left our party, does anyone have any seafaring or piracy facts for us? Not this week, but I will tomorrow. Or next week. I've got a somewhat interesting shower thought that maybe you've not considered. If it has to do with eye patches... It doesn't, no. Okay. It's, it's equally fascinating, though, when you think about it. So, especially in the past, most um, boats were made out of wood, yeah? But um, almost universally, all wood comes from trees, and trees only grows on land. It's just quite funny that some that grows on land would make up all the boats. <laughs> yeah. Very good, Nick. Yeah, it no, that's fascinating it. fascinating that boats are not made of kelp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'd think you'd think to be made out of turtles or something. I don't know. Yeah. But. yeah, I mean, I'll give you half a percent for that. It's a mildly interesting shower thought regarding the ocean. Thank you. I'm yeah. taking it. You absolutely better believe it. Yeah. Uh, a minor legit. fact about uh, peg legs is that it was actually more likely for soldiers to have peg legs than sailors because they were just on their way home on the boat after being at war. And that's where that association comes from. Just seeing a bunch of soldiers coming home from war on the boat with peg legs. Yeah, look at that. Ah, look at that. There you go. Not quite, you know, trees don't grow in the sea. It's not. It's not quite. You know, but it's... Yeah, I... I just don't know Better if I can trust you on this one. Go ahead and go ahead and take take a half a percent as well. I feel suspicious you about look, this you know pair of fact. Google peg leg right now. Double or nothing if I'm wrong. Oh yeah. shit. Peg leg. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where on the Wikipedia article is this stuff? Yeah, which part of the wiki? Yeah, because Wikipedia is the only thing on the internet. We all know. It's the only thing we can all agree we trust. True. Uh, let's see here. Oh, shit. Where is it? Uh-oh. I actually, wait. I had it earlier. Wait, it's been edited. They've changed the wiki. <laughs> changed the... Where the fuck did I read this? I actually Googled it. Um... Oh, my God. Did no I read that like half asleep? <laughs> all right, I'll take no XP. Yeah, it seemed a little sketch. The other things that you have told me uh, sounded believable, even if it, you know, conflicted with what I knew. Um, this one just has an air, a smell about it, you know? No, because I looked up, right? I, now maybe I was half asleep because I'm like a little bit sick, but I looked up peg legs, right? And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, right? This is like an okay, because I wanted to be like, oh, I can do a fact about Wiley because I don't have time for a real fact. Um, and I looked mm. up like hooked hands so that's like not really a thing that was invented by the guy who made a Peter Pan like hooked hands mm. weren't really a pirate thing either um, so I was like you know peg legs and hooked hands it's all bullshit and like what it actually was about was like wounded soldiers and now I can't find the fact and now I feel dumb mm. Mm -hmm. it's just that there's so many more soldiers than sailors in general like there's more land people than there are sea people it kind of sounds true but it would imply that like all s the, the peg legs are associated with the boats because sailors always came home on a boat. And unless you're in the UK, that doesn't seem to be accurate. Well, the UK didn't have land wars. I think there would have been times in history where there wouldn't have been that many more soldiers than there were sailors, especially if you're including just anyone who works on a boat, not military boats. Because standing armies really weren't that large back in the day. Perhaps. Yeah. But you'd only get 
legs lost when there was a war going on, so it's not about the standing army size. You don't know how people lost their legs. I mean, that's but true. I mean, but if we're talking about soldiers, then apparently it's war-related. Otherwise, yeah. the non-soldiers outnumber them thousand to one. I assume cannons is how people lost legs, right? I think just infection and people didn't know what to do other than just like chop it off. If you think like American Civil War, it's like, oh yeah, you got shot in the foot. We're going to take your leg. Sorry, buddy. Oh, <laughs> I've got an, an, an interesting fact that you might have already heard. That's not to do with pirates or anything, so I'm not expecting XP. I don't know, you might have heard this, but uh, Vikings used to make really, really strong onion soup. And um, they had limited medicine, so... If you had a, a stomach wound, they wouldn't want to waste their medicine on you if your stomach was ruptured because you'd never survive anyway. So they'd feed you this really strong onion soup. And if within the next hour you could smell onions off the person, it meant that their stomach was ruptured and therefore there was no point giving them medicine. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Fucking no, I horrific. don't want to say it. I mean, it might be worth some XP. Pfft. Who knows? Maybe it's worth XP and seems to score it. You know, the Vikings were sailors, so why don't you take a whole percentage point? You know, we'll put that's that together true. with the other one, and you'll I'll, get like... I'll, that's yeah. pretty great. Well, that's perfect. That's big for you, yeah. That is big for me. Okay, wait, hold on. Can I... If, let's say I make up a fact, and I can run it past you, and you don't realize that it's fake. Can I get, like, sure. deception XP? I already did that. I, I mean... With the eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. I think it happens all the time. <sighs> This is amazing. It's a whole new landscape of bullshit for me. You really got to meta the experience factor of this game. All right, but enough is enough. Where last we left, our party had just surrendered themselves to the uh, the sailors on the sea and were going to be taken to the jail in Redport. Is that about right? Nope. Absolutely not. Well, we Whoa. had surrendered ourselves to them for help. And then in a perfectly executed and planned strategy john uh you know directed his crew and basically overthrew the enemy capturing the ship killing all our leaders and forcing their men to surrender yep mm. excellent well you now have the forbidden fruit is the name of this ship and you have a whole bunch of prisoners you've got uh what appears to be seven marines and like 40 sailors or something 30 sailors a whole bunch of sailors so are we are we coming in just as they surrender yes uh i do believe that sale was planning on going to patch up maribeth's wounds because she's on the brink of death yes yes i just stabilized john and i was looking like anyone who's not like right. James yet, yet. I'm stabilizing. Or sorry, James, not John. Yeah, John didn't get knocked. No. So I'm sat standing in front of these seven guys who just mere moments earlier had surrounded me and were attacking me from all angles. Is that correct? Yes. Well, friends, as per the condition of your surrender here, I will make sure to escort you guys all to Arcadia, where we were originally headed. You'll be all free to go. To go, go about your daily lives as per the conditions of the surrender. But you, I say, pointing to one of the ones who like nicked the health off me that I've lost here. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid you, my friend, have crossed the line, and I will draw my rapier and take a few steps towards this man. How does he react? Uh, he swings his cutlass to face you and puts himself in a fighting stance. Absolutely. Fucking make a circle. Let's go. I'm gonna kill this guy. Uh, the other soldiers all still have their swords, but they were in the act of surrendering. 
And yeah. you did just call out the one guy. I'll I did. give them a this is this is like a, a shame check more than a morale check. You know, like are they going to leave their friend to be singled out and killed while they're still armed? Yeah, they botched the fuck out of that one. There's no way. Uh, they drop their swords to the ground and back up. Um, Sail, you're gonna have to push your way through the crowd if you want to save Mary Beth in time. Whoops. Uh, I will start shoving, saying, "Get out of the way or die." Yep. Or you will yep. suffer. They I, uh, will make room. Rape you off the ground. Uh, they have cutlasses, so you can pick up a cutlass off the ground. Do I get a minus one with that? If you are non-proficient, you are minus two. Well, I have a fighter, though, and it's similar to a... A rapier is a a thrusty thrust. A a cutlass is a slashy slash. Uh, So it's a minus two. And it's d6 damage. It is... d6 flat. Okay. The sailor world, the marine will square off against you and narrow his eyes. <clears throat> Is this how you treat rendering men? Just the ones. They go out of that way to kill me. Roll me initiative. All right. Both of you are here sparring off with each other. There are. In the course of combat, we're not just rolling for the one attack you make and emit. There's lots of feints and darts and... Uh, you know, attempted attacks and sorts of baits and lures. Our two people here will spar for a minute before Captain John Winters makes the first real thrust of the battle. Slice him with my cutlass. And he will parry it, the blow to the side gently and repost against your face. Wait, no. Hang on, just wait for a second. I also do my offhand. 15. I thought you have an offhand? You're fucked. I had a dagger, and I picked up a cutlass, so now I've got an offhand. So, that hits, right? 15? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay, for four damage. And then, after I strike him, and he comes back with his cutlass, I raise my offhand up to block the attack, and I do block the attack. Yeah, so badass! Oh my god, this guy's fucked. You slash with the sword, he tries to block it and then lean into you, but your dagger's there waiting for him, and he leans right into the dagger as his blow comes across your face, and you toss it over your head and to the side, and he ends up, like, stumbling towards this side of the deck. You clear some space, and he's able to catch himself and turn around, now with a a huge wound on his left side as he stumbles back and forth. A lowered natural roll of the attack block. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Archie will cheer for the captain. I'm right. I'll jeer for the captain and call out five gold on the captain to lose. <laughs> <laughs> no one will take your bet. Uh, 18, that's a hit with the offhand for another four. <sighs> yeah, uh, what is this? Explain it to me, because he's just recovered over near the railing. What does it look like, this 18 and four? I think he's he's stumbling, right? And I, I bring my cutlass in a big, like, overhead arcing strike. It's a bit clumsy, mm-hmm. you see, I'm not used to using a cutlass and he brings his up to block it but because he, he's like stumbling he loses his footing a little bit sort of stumbles and then just as he's stumbling down my left hand comes in with the dagger in the side of his neck blood spurts out the side of his neck and then I will like push him over the edge of the boat into the sea 
And I'll throw the cutlass on the ground and sheath my uh, dagger. Right. I sat up, that was. Okay. The rest of you, you're free to tend to your wounds and get back to whatever you were doing. I will have no mercy for anyone who I find plotting against me whilst we're on this ship. You have my word that all of you, if you make it to Arcadia, shall be released safely, with no harm from me or my men. Or you can work for us. All that, if you wish to stay, if you want to stay with us, then come and have a chat with me in the captain's quarters before we make land. And I will uh, part my way through these through these people here, uh, clutching the keys that I've picked up off the dead captain and make my way into the captain's quarters. I'm gonna follow you. Two of you, yeah, give okay. you a pat on the back and uh, congratulations, Captain. You finally got your own quarters. I know. Look at this. It's amazing. I'm sure there's got to be some room in here somewhere. I start like opening drawers looking for room. Uh, let's see. 14 on the die. You do find three bottles two of rum, well, one and a half of rum and one of whiskey. There any locked boxes or anything in here? Oh. Are there locked boxes on this ship? Yes, there's a foot locker at the end of the captain's bed that's locked up, and then the, the actual desk has all sorts of, like, um, has a drawer that is locked on it as well. I'll let the captain try them. Yeah, I mean, uh, does she have, like, one key, or has she got, like, a ring of keys? It's a ring, yeah. Oh, you have the keys, okay. Yeah, yeah you have so the keys, you off, can open all these. Yeah, I'll just pour us a drink. I'll kick back in that chair, feet on the desk. Uh, to a successful mission, Milram. I'm gonna give you a cheers, yeah. and to uh, and to our eternal souls, huh? Indeed, of course. I was right. I'm give How about you... what? Well, you remember the the god? He's a he's a dragon. Oh. He's not actual. Yeah. Are you saying that because Sailor uses magic? Powers. Yeah. That is suspicious. I suppose I don't know enough about it to make a call, but uh. I guess doesn't make sense. I've never seen another cleric lose their powers like that. No, we'll take a swig. Well, the more you know. Back and, on uh, the top yeah. deck of the ship, there are these six marines, and they still all have their cutlasses. And there's the sailors who are in the masts and then the other area and that are, you know, standing about. And then there's the sailors who have been woken up by the commotion who are downstairs through this grate, either looking up or have, you know, come up and are looking out some of the, the doors to what's happening on the deck with Sail and Archie now. And I guess you could have brought Mary Beth and James, you know, to a safe spot out of the way. Um, and Sail and Archie, you've been left on the deck with the people who are still reeling from the shock of what has happened and trying to sort out what the fuck is going on. Do they maintain their current course? Do they trim the sails and wait here in the water? What do we do with the Marines? Do they get to keep their weapons? Everyone is in a bit of confusion. And uh, naturally, they look to the two of you. Um, well, gentlemen, and ladies. Um, it seems like um, there's, there's been a small power shift on this boat. I know that can always be a little bit confusing, you know? Um, but luckily, uh, our, um, <clears throat> our uh, first in command, Sail here, um, is going to be able to tell you exactly, exactly what to do. Everyone turns and looks at Sail. I will uh, 
I will turn to Archie and say, <laughs> as my esteemed associate here, <laughs> Archie had said, I, in fact, will definitely be able to tell you guys what to do. <clears throat> in the meantime, I would like my two comrades here, and I'll, like, indicate the guys who have been knocked out, to be brought to your infirmary, or a makeshift infirmary be made, where they can be kept safe to recover. And anybody who is wounded, I will... Uh, assist attending their wounds if they so desire but in terms of whether or not and where we're going or whether you get get to keep your weapons you're probably gonna have to talk to the captain about that speaking of and i'll like quickly dash towards the captain's quarters Sill <laughs> rabbles off a whole bunch of instructions to the people assembled and then like heads to the captain's quarters and the marines are like i think he said we should keep our weapons until the captain says otherwise right I don't know. He said talk to the captain. The captain didn't say anything. He, right? They just start to, like, sheathe them. And the marines will go inside, uh, <laughs> inside the room that used to be the officer's mess, observing the dead bodies and carnage and talk amongst themselves over here. Archie, there's some sailors left, and they come onto the deck and look around at you. One of them will approach and say, Did I hear that right? Is the, is the captain dead? Um, and, yeah, he's dead as fuck, boy. <laughs> and the other officers? Um, I think they are too. Do we still get paid? Um, I mean... Maybe? You're gonna have to talk to Captain Winters about that. Alright. The sailors head back to the other sailors. Those that were doing the jobs do a sail, says, and um, I think very shortly the whole crew gathers in the new captain's quarters. Um, for now, this very back section is sort of like an office with a little desk. There is a, a bed over in this corner. Nice. Um, like a wardrobe over here, uh, a small like sitting table with some chairs for some guests in the middle, and um, yeah, the party can gather around in that table or near the desk and look amongst themselves in this finely decorated room. It's got like a chandelier with places for small candles. It's got a bunch of nice windows with like beautiful glaze on them and a little picture of a um, like forbidden fruit hanging down in stained glass on the backs of the windows. Uh, this place is nice. Wait, let me let me set a scene here though. So Nilram sat on the bed, right? I, I'm, we've been drinking, and I'm like rifling through the drawers and chests in this place. Just as sale, do you knock on the door or do you just come in? Uh, I probably don't have enough respect for you as a captain to knock, knock. so I just barge in. <laughs> okay, so my head flips as I open this one drawer in the chest of drawers. Ah, sale. Thanks for knocking, and I turn my head back to the chest of drawers, and just so happens to be the late captain's undergarments. And I say, I'll say, look, there's something here for you. And I like throw a pair of her underwear at him. I'll, uh, I'll catch them and then like drop them to the floor. Like, Ungrateful. Captain, you're gross. <laughs> come, come on, have a drink. Is Archie out there? Yeah, Archie's out there. I think, um, I think the crew needs instruction. They're asking a lot of questions that I don't have answers for. They're like, you know, they want to know where we're going. Are they being paid? Someone asked about, like, is the poop deck changed? I, I don't know what's going on. People have got questions. 
Okay, okay, I get it. Well, uh, we're going to Arcadia. What's the name of that? What's the name of that town again, Neil? Not Redport. Redport. No, Weatherlight. not Redport. Weatherlight. We're heading off to a Redport, dropping some people off there. Then we're heading to Weatherlight. So if they want to carry on to Weatherlight, they can, or they can leave at Redport. That's fine. Uh, anything else? Can we have Ar Arcadia map up? Yeah. Uh, at this moment, Archie steps on in. Archie. Screams. Take a drink. I like. Th and I'm pouring a bottle out for us. When Archie walks in, I like grab another bottle and like throw in the whole bottle. <laughs> I'm afraid to talk because I feel like it's gonna blow everything out. I'm sorry. Just uh, <laughs> you just talk quietly, you know, with a wait, wait, Let me let me just get let me just get a headset, Michael. Quick, I'll be back in two seconds. Okay. So he drinks he drinks the the rum that I throw. Um. Drink, Captain. No. Yeah. No. I pour I poured you a drink. The three of us have. The three of us have drinks and glasses, but I've already drank two. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. No wonder I can't tell. No. I will say, uh, I, I, out, throw it on the desk. I'll say, I want to go back to the Dardads. I don't want to go to Redport. I don't want to go to Arcadia. I don't want to go to wherever. We got to go to Arcadia. We got to drop off this, the fine horse. We got to drop off the sailors. And we got to the weather light to get more people. Sail, I'm sorry. Am I, am I staying in your quarters right now? Yeah, yeah, you are, Captain. All oh, oh, right. <laughs> like this is a point of contention. Oh, I'll lay my rapier on the table. I'm going back to the Dardans. You don't know what it's like to be disconnected from your power. Imagine if you, and I like. So he doesn't have moment. any powers. He does. I'll think for a second if you like. Imagine if you didn't have your hat, Captain. That how would you feel? And in oh, the I middle would... of this impassioned speech, as he says, like, how would you, f if you didn't have your hat, how would you feel? Like that last sound, his eyes go wide and like he spits up and chokes on a small amount of water. And like you stumble forward and your lungs, they feel heavy and wet. And Archie, who's also just walked into the room, has to like grab hold of the door frame as he begins to cough, like hacking cough and starts spitting up water. Hey, what the fuck is wrong with you two? Archie, are you wounded? I don't feel right. More water. I think I'm feeling okay. Um, I'm, I'm confused. Sail. We had a, we had an agreement. We were going to Arcadia to pick up new crew for this ship, and there's that giant white horse down there. We need to sell that to the king there. I, Captain, I don't care if you make the horse your wife. I, we're going back to the Dardans. Your, right, your Captain, lungs feel heavy, Sail and Archie, like wet. No, and as you move, tell them to turn the ship around. You can, you can Head feel them moving in your body. Yeah. You He's tell lungs. everyone to turn the the ship around. Nilrum, capture that. Head towards the Dardens, and then um, as they're doing that, Nilrum will come back in. Wait, so you just go out and tell them to do it without? During the middle of the conversation, yeah. Yeah, because mm -hmm. our people are, okay. our friends are like starting to choke, yeah. And you know that that's uh, what this is. I think Norum is guesstimating it. Okay. Yeah. As uh, as I'm like choking through my uh, stuff, I'll be like, Captain, I haven't been feeling right <clears throat> since we got here, since we left the islands of the Dardens. We spoke before about compulsion and oaths and the oath we did. and I swore an oath to always oppose the white prince and selling a white fucking stallion to some lord in Arcadia does not oppose the white prince 
and then I will theatrically collapse. <laughs> what are we going to do with this fucking horse back at home? There's oh, nowhere to ride. We live on a tiny fucking island. Let's just send those two. I don't know what the fuck's up with Archie. Let's send them back on our ship with the ghostly rowers. They can man it with four people. You're right, and we'll go. And we'll go, and we'll get the crew. We'll drop off the horse, we'll get the money. And we'll just meet him back here. We have two ships. Okay. Hmm. Why is the ship turning around? Well... Lauren, what, what did you just do? I went and turned the ship around because their lungs were getting fucked. I assume it's something to do with the drowned one. Okay, well, your second idea is much better. So go and help them turn it back around the right way. And uh, go and sail, Archie. Go and get the go and get our ship ready. You guys can sail back. We said we'd take these men to Arcadia. We've got stuff to do there. We won't get in any trouble. Nor and I can handle it. Just, you can take the drums, you can get back nice and safe. We'll meet you there. Today, I'll go outside and look for the navigator of the ship. Yeah, you find them. They'd stare at you a little bit afraid. Put my hand out. Sir? They shake my hand? Yeah. They shake it. Grab a piece of their hair, put in a little bottle. I explain to them what's going on. I'm a wizard, I'm the greatest wizard alive, and I need them navigate uh, two of my crew to be the navigator on our ship back to our safe house. Uh, If they don't do it, then I'm going to get them. But if they do do it, then they can join our crew and everything will be fine. Sir, where's the safe house? It's in the Dardens. I assume you can get there? Yes, sir. Where in the Dardens? I'll let you, uh, I'll let you figure that out with my uh, other two crewmates. We're not going to discuss it on this ship, um, sir. Yes. Uh, and they will head over in the direction of the front of the ship, where they're going to go uh, sorting through charts and maps to see what they have of the Dardens that they can take, um, so that they don't, you know, get impaled upon any rocks or lost shoals and can find their way around. Um, you guys aren't going to be able to get into the base with the ship. Correct. No, you're going to have to go with them. Which means captains. No, thanks for the moment. Which means I have to get a crew, or I won't be able to get back. But that shouldn't be a problem. Is there not another? Oh, captain, they can just go stay with the mountain people. We need to deliver um, all of the weapons, anyways. Uh, on uh, Sulphur Island, they can just go stay there for a few days. Archie, sail. Is that all right with you? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm okay with a captain. <laughs> I'm okay with a captain. All right. You and I should stick together, Captain. No, I don't like the idea of going alone. I don't like really going anywhere without Archie. I'll be honest. It's it's. I can I can come. It's totally. It's it's just no, a no, tough, no. Captain. No, no, no. <laughs> you should go back, but Archie, you need to look after yourself. Oh. I wouldn't last six months if you were to die. And guarantee that no one would probably fucking kill me in my sleep. Probably true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that probably is true. Alright. Sail, so you need to pick um, probably one other person on the ship that you find somewhat trustworthy. I'm sure your wisdom can help you with that. Uh, it's going to be you, Archie, the navigator, and then uh, you just need the one other one, the other two, wake, to wake up. The guy who made a pass at me. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> yeah. Yes. Um... His name 
Keychain. His name is Euclid. And he knows all the right angles. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll help them get back to the ship. We'll give them tons of food and supplies mm -hmm. if they need mm -hmm. it. Um, I'm going to load up most of the arms on this ship with the captain's, or with the captain's cool and give yeah. it to the... To the people of Sulphur Island. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, should we have some armed men? No, that's probably fine. Probably better to have like two or three than the whole fucking ship. Yeah. Well, who's our medic? It's Nilrim, right? Or is it Sail? Nilrim can do um an hint check. Because we're probably gonna have to keep James and Mary Beth here. Why can't they take them? I don't know. Will they be like a Will they be okay on that boat? I guess it is big enough, isn't it? It's a huge boat, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Mary Beth was the level six person, so make sure no, Sail. Mary Beth was the level two person, or the zeroth level person following Sail. The fighter. Oh. Uh, is the sixth level fighter dead, Neil, or was she on zero? Nobody saved her. No, no one saved her, actually, though. I think someone was on zero. I think so she was on zero. Uh, yeah, let me I believe. Take a look at the battle map. Let's see. Zero out of... Th well, they're all at zero out of 33 or whatever. Um, you want to roll a dice? I, I, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I'm always sad that she was on zero. That sounds really familiar. I seem to recall you barely bringing her down. It was like a really low damage roll with a dagger or something. Yeah. Okay. That sounds fair then. She's at zero. Okay. Well, she can go with you guys. Give her good good uh, care because a level six fight is hard to come by. You know, well, she just wakes up and murks us, dude. Oh, I should be on one HP. She won't be able to do that. Okay. Oh, I should kill her if it, if it comes to that. It's true. Um... <laughs> oh, fuck oh. <laughs> uh, I'll call like a semi-in-character meeting. Um, assuming that I like my lungs function enough for me to say these things. The well... ship is still headed back towards the Dardens, or did you return it back to Arcadia? Captain wants me to return it back, but it's still. I guess we we will drop an, we'll drop anchor and wait for <laughs> Sail and Archie to get on their way. Their lungs do not worsen, but they stay like uncomfortable, like painful as you move. Your lungs have like inertia inside your body and start like squishing your organs in different directions. Every breath you take has to like be pulled against this air. Um, you're a little bit lightheaded, offing up water constantly. It's very uncomfortable. Um, I think we should formalize how we behave more in terms of we've been very hodge what's the word I'm looking for hodgepodge hodgepodge or mishmash or what's the word when you kind of like scramble things together real hodgepodge. quick um, we should have like a set plan that we do every time we go out like for example Mary Beth and James we didn't give them armor we didn't we didn't give them our protection spells that was like just a fundamental unprepared mistake that we should avoid in future in any other mm -hmm. encounters um and also i'm pretty sure we let good soldiers who maybe we could have ransomed or used die um we should after a battle make sure that we pick people back up i think we should come up with like a couple of things each maybe that we should do like for each battle and for each encounter that we come into to be ready for now that we're getting a lot more yeah, now we're getting a lot more crew uh, and a lot more responsibility. I think, you know, we could take risks with our lives, but, you know, 
Are you gonna be willing to create me as much leather I need then? Less leather I need then, Sale? Yeah, sure. Armor out? This should not be a problem. Um, as long as we have enough time to make it. Okay. When we get back to base and we stay there for like a week or two, um, make a just bunch. make me like 20. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Okay, so I will pick up my rapier back from the base before they leave. No more whisper to sail. Okay. The place you are taking this boat back to is going to be Sulphur Island. Do you okay. Want, you get it? I just need you to remember the name. I remember. Okay. Let's go. We live at Flotsam Island, but don't tell the navigator. We don't trust him yet. Oh, I, I understand. We're, I 100% get you. Gotcha. And do not take the passage through the middle of the island. Unless you're super confident with the navigator. Because you, it's, a very, it's a very hard thing to do. And only someone as brilliant as me can do it. You mean up the river, right? Up the river, yeah. Right, yep. 100%. Now, if you want, you can park the boat and then take the skiff up the river, probably. But, yeah. Yep, that's not a problem. I can do that for sure. I'll miss you, and I'll give you, like, a handshake and shit. I'm absolutely shocked at the show of intimacy from Nilrum, and I'll take his hand. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the ship pulled out of its bottle? Their... Mm -hmm. It was never on the bottle. It was being towed. Oh, right, right. It was being towed. The, the towed ship gets brought up alongside. You can put everyone down. You can haul the wounded uh, master-at-arms along with a navigator and one extra sailor, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, Euclid. Euclid. Um, and I whisper to the navigator, take him to Sulphur Island. And I do like this with a little bottle of hair. I'm assuming you know what this is, yes? There's a, a, a surefire rapid head nod. I learned it from the wizards in... Uh, he thinks to himself, Sandishar. <laughs> And uh, he'll uh, mm -hmm. let him go. All right. And off they go, sailing away into the night, leaving you behind. Um, Archie picking up the phantom drums and ghostly rowers appearing. Once again, we have the moment of the two sailors who are conscious with you freaking the fuck out as ghosts appear out of nowhere. Um, but it's okay. We don't have to dig into each and every time. No, we'll call a meeting. Mm -hmm. And he'll uh, advise the captain that uh, he should probably let Hang all on. the sailors. When you say call a meeting, you just mean come and talk to me. Because uh, it's just me and you now. Well, he's gonna call a meeting with like the whole ship. I think oh. he he wants he's gonna yeah he's gonna talk to you first, and he'll have you call the meeting. I guess I'll call the meeting. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. captain, you right should. Uh, inform that is a good idea. I'll call a meeting. <laughs> True. You should inform all of these people too that they're gonna be still getting their payments. Um, they're welcome to come work for us, but if they'd like to leave, that is fine as well. Well, first off, Neil, do I find a chest full of gold in the captain's quarters? You will find a chest, um, two chests that have wealth in them. One of them is got 
about 10,000 silver. It's a, a small chest and it's about a quarter full with silver, which is about 10,000 here. The reason it's only a quarter full is if you were to put any more weight in it, it would be too heavy to fucking lift. Um, the amount of money a chest can hold is directly proportional to like the amount of weight that someone can carry. So one chest really can only carry 200 pounds of silver before it's like you'd need three people to haul it. Um, and you yeah. find a smaller, uh, not so much a chest, but a collection of bags in that locked drawer that ha- you find 10 bags of 50 GP each. No, I'm just going to go through uh, the notes. I'm sure there's like a captain's yeah. log explaining on how much is Everyone's. how much each person's getting paid. Yep. Um, yep. How much is it? Uh, they're making sort of like regular sailors' wages. They should all get paid when they get to deport. Um, flipping through all the pages and everything, it looks like there's about uh, 300 gold that needs to be doled out by the time everyone gets to port for all services paid and rendered. Uh, and there's also notes like, plus we're going to have this much money in uh, docking in, in docking fees and in like hiring people to help unload the ship fees and blah, 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 blah. The whole thing, the whole like projected expenses is uh, 300 gold. You're going to get a bonus, Captain, or no? Yes. Call them out. No, I'm going to get them all. Or go and get one of the Great idea, people Captain. here to I'll, gather them. Thank you. I'll do that. <laughs> and we'll go out there and uh, he'll... Uh, there's probably not a first mate he'll suss someone out who's looking like the leader right now of everybody on the front desk or deck oh okay the person that everyone in the crew is looking to for orders uh (sighs) oh boy not gonna kill him uh, is a an old older woman. Uh, she's maybe sixty five years old. Um, she's definitely seen better days. She's like clearly missing a couple of toes, uh, and one of her fingers is like crooked and bent. <clears throat> uh, she is one of the. I guess you would call her like an NCO. She's uh, an officer, um, a ship's mm-hmm. officer in charge of like a, a small section of people in charge of the the middle mast and the crew that tends to the middle mast. Excuse me, ma'am. He'll, I guess, interrupt their conversation. Mm-hmm. She looks to you. I. Uh, we're looking. We're looking to call a meeting with um, the entire crew while we're dropped anchor. Uh, the captain has requested this. He will also be uh, handing out wages. Ah, she says, um, and she Please grabs one of the nearby whippersnappers. She grabs a young woman and, like, shoves her towards the mast and says, Get up there on the, the crossbeam and you call everyone to attention. Grab the horn. Get everyone's eyes up here so the captain can make an announcement. What are you doing there? Get your ass up there faster than you can. And she will... Normal. Slyly slide her to gold. Uh, she will slyly take it from you and drop it into a pocket and look at it later. Um... The, the younger woman scrambles up this middle mast and, you know, calls to everyone using, like, a, a coned piece of parchment to gather everyone's attention on the boat. And soon, the whole ship uh, While she's flooded. doing that, goes into the old uh, captain's quarter, or sorry, where, the ca- where all the people were having, like, the food. Mm-hmm. He grabs the bigger feather out of the lady's hat. Oh. Comes over to Captain Winners and presents <laughs> Ah, thank you, Noru. I will, uh, I'll replace it. But I still keep the other feather. I put it in a pocket. I want to be standing above the captain's quarters, and I want the crew to be gathered on the on the main deck, you know, so I'm, like, 
on a bit of a podium talking down to them. The, yeah, the crew will flood out across the rest of the ship while you stand on here. Let's bring us back to that same thing. Uh, why don't you position yourself on the boat? Yeah, so I'll probably be like here. gonna be yeah, basically. Yeah, we'll probably be up here, there. and then everybody else will be down there. Yeah. 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 Um, everyone now else. Now we've will... address this. Do how many of these people speak common? The, uh, all these sailors will speak the common tongue. The the, okay. tr- con- the tongue of trade between Solemn and Arcadia is essentially what we're speaking here. Makes sense, yeah. Do you want to heal yourself, Captain, with a salve before this? Yeah, I guess so it would maybe make a good point that I've recovered my wounds. Yeah, sure. Um, how many points have I lost? Eight. Okay. I'll heal myself, Neil. And then uh, once everyone's gathered, I will say uh, men and women of my crew. Welcome to a new age for this ship, and thank you all for your friendship and loyalty. My name is Captain Winters, this is my wizard, Nilrim, and you, for now at least, are my crew. Now, I've already said we're heading to Arcadia, and those of you that wish to depart there can either leave at Redport or a few days later at Weatherlight. I understand from looking at the late captain's records here that uh, you are all due some wages. Now, I'm prepared to pay these with bonus for the uh, unfortunate circumstances of this last voyage. Um, so, Neil, I, I know what that number is. That's like mm-hmm. plus, I want to give him like plus 10%. Mm-hmm. Nilrim will um, call the uh, NCO up here. He'll yep. like point to her and, while the captain's talking motion. Uh, she'll yeah, hand like... her the bag to distribute. Yep, she'll grab the bag. My reasoning for venturing to Arcadia is not just to finish the mission that was started here to deliver the fine horse below deck to the king of Wake County, but also to gather my own crew in Weatherlight from my former associates. Now, I understand that some of you will have liked life on the open seas, will have liked working on this ship, and I can assure you that life under Captain John Winters could be a lot worse. So the offer stands to all of you. If you wish to remain in the service of this vessel, you can do so. And in doing so, you will be given a starting on fee of uh, 30% on top of the wages that you already do. You will expect it to be loyal, to work diligently, and to hold yourself to a high standard. But the offer is there for all of you. You know the ship, you know what it's like to work here, and I would welcome you to my crew if you would have it. Otherwise, you'll be free to go once we make land. There's a lot of looks. After you receive your payment, you're dismissed. <clears throat> Back to work. Yeah. The the NCO goes amongst the crew, handing them their wages, uh, going through all the sailors and all the sailors and all the sailors until she gets all the way up to the first set of Marines and before giving them anything, looks over her shoulder to Nilram and Captain John Winters for approval. Yeah, give them a nod. All right. She will start but handing out money. Nilrim would have grabbed his spellbook, and Captain Winners would have grabbed his. Uh, I said, I said, I got my rapier, but yeah, off of I the ship made sense. Totally, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, absolutely. Just making sure, because that yeah. would have been. You're an 18 inch wizard, and you guys have been, yeah. you've been doing this a while. It's you weren't fine. in like a rush. Yeah, you weren't like okay. sending them off in a hurry. If it had been a hurry, maybe there would have been some dice, or you absolutely. forgot. But plenty of time. Okay. Okay. So uh, we're gonna hand them out their payment with 10% and if they want to join that'll be given to them 
I imagine yeah. Captain. Once, yeah, once once we once we leave Arcadia, yeah. Okay. But don't forget, plenty of them are dead, so there should be more money left over, even though we're paying a bonus here. That's true. That is yeah. true. Genius. Um, so instead of... I think probably the bonuses that you give them will cancel out whatever yeah. fees were okay. owed to the officers um, mm -hmm. and to the other Marines that are already dead. So we'll just call it, you know, wipe out 300 from the chest when you get there, and yep. uh, it'll be an even wash. Okay, so now I have 7,000 silver in a chest rather than 3,000 silver, rather than 10,000. Uh, yeah. Sure. yeah, you said it was 300 gold, so... I did, yeah. I did. Um, make pretty good money on this trip. They were only paying out 300 gold, but they made like, you know, like 15,000 gold. Yeah. Uh, I look in the book, I guess. We'll go back to the quarters and I'll look in the book. Who is this horse going to and how much am I expecting to get paid for it? The horse has already been bought and paid for. This is just like the delivery of the horse. This is the, the courier service. Uh, to... Where have you been paid for? Mm -hmm. It is a gift for the, um, what do you call it? Um, the former count of uh, Wake. Wake County. Yes. You okay. have to start sending hooves in the mail. <laughs> give, yeah. give us money or the horse gets it. I think, uh, given that I already stole the ship from this guy, John quite likes the idea of walking into his throne room and giving him his horse and receiving his thanks. Uh, assuming Neil answer this now, does this guy know that I stole his ship? Like, if I say to him, my name's John Winters, will he know it was me? Because we haven't worked out the details of that happened. Ah, so well, that was... That okay, knows. so this the horse is going to the former count of Wake County, which is not the king of Wake County, right? The oh, former really? count was the guy oh. in Clydesdale who was in charge back when Aridon was in charge, but when everything fell apart... Um, Redport came to the forefront and the, uh, uh, not the Count, but the, the Baron of Redport showed up and like, I'm now in charge. I'm now the most oh, right. important. I thought it was the same guy. No, okay. no, no. They're so two separate people. Salem. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's an important question though. Is my name, am I wanted in Redport? Well, you stole the ship and then you fucked off immediately way. and it sank. Um, yep. So you never got to find out if they knew who it was or what was going on, unless you made some sort of like flashy, my name is Captain John Winters, don't forget it, as you sailed away. <laughs> as Which, we sailed away. I probably did, actually. It actually sounds it. very in character <laughs> for you. So yeah. you did your best okay. to let everyone know who the hell you were. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, all right, so it's going to be a short stop in Redport then. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to take our first break right here. And when we come back, our party is split. Half of them going to one island, half of them going to another place. Uh, we will see what happens on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. So rather than splitting the party into two different groups for the rest of the session, what we're going to do is we're just going to assume that these two quests have gone well, and we're just going to meet the party back up in their base sometime later, some uh, probably weeks or maybe a month later. And at one point, when not everyone can make it to a session, we'll have two flashback episodes that we can go and like backfill. So at some point in the future, we'll take um, Archie and Sale, and we'll see what they do on the island. And at some point in the future, we'll take 
uh, Green Zerg and Mr. Moon and send them over to Arcadia and see what they do as well. And if the details of those change sort of the crew that gets acquired or some other details on the ground, we'll find a way to make them fit. Um, but in the meantime, to keep everyone together and to keep the flow of the game going nicely, we're just going to bring everybody together back at the base in, let's call it a month just to make sure that there's time for everyone to do everything. Maybe you've even been here a little while um, resting together on the base with your new crew. So. We've been here a while. Am I able to get experience and yeah. maybe level? Yeah. Let's do some XP and some leveling. Um, and while I finish up the calculations on that, what do you how do you introduce your new people to your old people or your new people to your island you've assumably got you know a crew that who is willing and wanting to be here a full-fledged pirate crew of 36 additional sailors including some junior officers or some non-commissioned officers people who know how to you know work all the things your ship hasn't been retrofitted to make it or accessible and it would mean changing a lot of things on it um but you know that's neither here nor there um, what what is it like when you introduce everyone together? Well, let me let me just give a quick speech to the new guys as we're approaching Flotsam mm-hmm. Island. I'll say, well, welcome to the Dardens and to your new home. Uh, some of you are from Solemn, some of you from Arcadia. Maybe some of you have been here before, but life in the Dardens is very different from life on either of the major continents. This place is ruled uh, by a man named the White Prince. He is ruthless and will accept no dissent. And he will hunt us to the very ends of the oceans and see us hanged for our crimes. All of you now are in this with us. And as long as you follow orders and stick to me, your head will remain firmly affixed to your shoulders. But I'm telling you this because where we will be staying is a closely guarded secret. And the only reason you were all being brought there is because I know I can trust you. And if for any reason that trust fails, you'll understand that I can't risk letting you leave with bad blood. And I wait poignantly for a moment and look across the, the crew assembled here. Normal whisper to you. Remind them of the, uh, the branding that they agreed to uh, joining the Crimson Fist. Well, now that we're here... There are some steps that must be taken. First, I'll show you to your rooms. You can get acquainted to your new home. And we'll stay here for at least a week before we set sail again. Whilst we are there for that week, there are some things that must be done. You must be marked as part of our crew. And you must complete a ritual to confirm your loyalty to us and against the White Prince. I assume there'll be no issues with that. I've spoke to some of you about it before we got here. There are sober faces bobbing in unit in uh, bobbing at you together, and a few muttered grunts of "Aye, aye, Captain." Good, good. That's what I like to say. Now, all of this doesn't come without some rewards. There's some added danger. There's some added conditions, and so your wages will be superior to that of uh, what you had before working on a normal ship. We can work out the details, but I want to make sure you all know what you're getting yourself in for before we make our way to the base. Down oh, with the White Prince. The... 
Hopefully this goes better than the sacking of Redport. Am I right, Captain, that we did? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the crew, yeah. uh, they chuckle, um, having heard the story from the captain a few times already, and then also from you know being on land and in that area and having heard it in person. Oh, no, they were a part of it, Corbu. <laughs> Maybe having been a part of it, too, when they sacked <laughs> it all. Yes. Great. So, uh, with that said, <clears throat> I will go back to my quarters with Nilram, and we can uh, make our way to the base. Excellent. Um, at the base, I think I have all the XP calculated. Yes. Uh, well, oh, all yeah. Wait, we want to do an introductions, right? So once we get there, I will uh, have like I assume Wiley and Bobby are meeting us as we get off the boat. Well, man, I think we from... you would have picked us up first. We would have had to pick them up first, yes. and then we would have both went, sorry. Yeah, but Wiley's still at oh, the yeah. base, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so here's how things work here. Aside from myself, Nilram, Archie, and Sail that you've already met, when you're on land, when you're in the base, Wiley here is in charge. He's our uh, leader of the base. He looks after everyone, after everything, and he's in charge. If you've got any questions when we're around... Ask him. Even if we are around, ask Wiley first. I don't like to be bothered with uh, pointless questions. Uh, if Wiley's not around, then uh, Bobby here is your next point of call. Everyone laughs. Yeah, I laugh as well. It's funny. It is quite funny. It is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and uh, as I, what I'll do is I'll get off the boat first, and I'll wait, and as everyone walks down the gangplank, I'll like introduce each person to Wiley and Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiley will shake their hands with his stump, with his, uh, you know, blade removed for a little while. Uh, Bobby will shake all of their hands and give them, like, a mean look for laughing at him and <laughs> kick him in the shins, a few of them, as they walk by. Nice. And our party can be gathered together. Now, we can... now for some experience. Um, will everyone please take home... 4,875 experience points. And then if you have 10%, which is everybody except for one of the captain's classes, uh, it's actually 5,362.5. Believe Nilrim levels up. Nice. Hot diggity damn. Do we experience? Yep, 40,000. Nilrum has leveled up. Big. This will be level six for you, won't it? That it will be. It's a good level. Mm-hmm. So I think we were doing on odd levels, you pick a spell. On even levels, yep. I pick two spells, right? That's right, because I just got my... No, I think it was three spells. Pretty sure. Because I just got my Nilrim ship in the bottle. It might have been two okay. now. Yeah. Does he still have to roll? No. Okay. These are... Maybe. These are the, the spells that you get just for, for leveling up. And I'm going to... I randomize them. I'm, they're not, like, picking... Yeah. So he's getting one and a half spells a level. That seems pretty low. So maybe uh, it should be th yeah, three. Yeah, three. Yeah, I'm double checking yeah. my notes, but I think it is three. Yeah. Um, I rolled d6. For HP? For HP? 
Let me give the chat the window. Go for it. You could do with a six here. Come on. Okay, D6 plus one. Ooh, nice. Not take bad. That. We take those. Yeah. 19. Yeah, that's like an extra D6 you can eat. <sighs> yeah. Does it include you having an apprentice? Uh, maybe. We'll see when we probably redo it. Or we do it for real. I remember when I had 19 health <laughs> five levels ago. <laughs> five levels ones. ago. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, Fine. Do you have any extra spells now? Can you tell me my spells now, Nick? What do you mean? Oh, how many slots? Yep, two yeah. sucks. Thank you. Uh, so you're level six, right? It should be yeah. five at level one, three at level two, and three at level three. And three at third level? Yeah, but Are one of them has to be a plus one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, it's, okay. it's four, it's four two two, but five three four, three two, for you. Got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Actually, very nice. Now I can carry around two lightning bolts. Nice. Yeah. Or maybe a lance of disruption. Maybe I got that. Who knows? Was it? Was it not? You get to pick on odd levels one, three, five, seven, etc. Um, you pick two, and I give you one random. And on even levels, you pick one, and I give you two random. No, I think we went the whole. I just get one. Okay. On cool. mine, because I know that I only got no room ship in a bottle. Okay. And I think it's three on even ones. Okay, so let's take a look at the spells that I've rolled for you. In the meantime, did anybody else level up while I verify that these are not game-breaking? Well, nope. Just hand them Sale, you close? I'm, I'm, I'm creeping up there. I'm 10k XP away. Oh, okay. A couple, couple pirate facts, another adventure or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm oof, 18k away on fighter and 16k away on rogue. Yeah, I'm at... 38,000. I think I'm quite quite a bit away. Okay. No, next fight level's at 40. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, shit. so you're not too far, actually. Sick. Wait, how many are you at? How much XP? 38,000. The next fighter level's at 64,000, Nick. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wait. Well, maybe I was looking at Priest or something, sorry. Yeah, you were looking at Priest. Oh, yeah, it's 64,000, sorry. Yeah. It's okay, I'm I'm plenty OP as is right now. Yeah, you are. That's when, becomes, he, that's when he becomes a grand weapon master or whatever it is, yeah? Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, Nilrum. The... No, that's a, that's a cleric spell. That's why it seems broken. Okay, never mind, never mind. I gotta define these just to wizard spells. Um, so you're gonna get some third level spells here. Um, the good ones. Oh, there's a bunch of good ones here. We your the first spell that you are gonna pick up is.
It is. Thought I had that it. one too good. Well, some of these are just boring. Some of them you already have. Uh, Gust of Wind is the first one that you are going to be picking up. All this time on the sail, on the seas, all this time with your face in the wind, all this time studying um, you know, the dynamics of making ships move has given you a lot of insight into air currents and air dynamics. And so Gust of Wind, you just learn as you level. It's one of these things that sets you aside. Just that learning, yep. Indicates that you get it. Yeah, yeah. The next one, I have a whole list of appropriate air spells and sailing spells. But they, I didn't put the levels on them, unfortunately. You were going to be working on your own specialized water breathing spell, right? That's a... That's sail. That's sails making water. You didn't have a water breathing spell that you were... You would cast had, water you breathing. You an innate one, right? He has yeah. a wild magic water breathing. Yeah. yeah, but I also have, um, in one of the books, I have water breathing. Okay. But I was just going to attempt to learn anything soon. Okay. Well, um, you... It's in one of the books. I, I was just going to give it to you, but uh, if it's already in your books, that feels sort of, you know, like not like a, a weak power-up. Yeah. Um, so let's give you Wind yeah. Wall as well. Another air-based third-level spell. Okay. And you just or... turned it to Yasuo. Hasaki. You've become what you hate the most, Milton. And last but not least, your shenanigans with locking the captain's door and then like letting him through has given you a certain amount of insight in, you know, it's one of those fun things that plays around in the back of your head. And Aldrich's discriminating door is a spell that you are able to learn. Nice. Permit nice. spell. That's a big one. Yes, it creates a when you you can enchant a door to sort of be wizard locked, but you get to pick the conditions or the people under which it would not be locked. Oh. So you could say like any goblin that approaches the door can come through or anyone wearing this ring that I have or like these specific people or someone who says the following word like you can set a condition. Otherwise, it's wizard locked and then whatever fills the condition, um, you know, lets someone to like through that door. That is very nice because I could do that on the um, on the captain's quarters door. <laughs> I was gonna say how abstract. Letting the captain like, through, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just Only like the true leader of the group can go through this door. And no, no, no. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. It needs to be a non-subjective um, requirement. And it can it be can it be something like so like. Only people who haven't lied to me can go through that door. Can it be like semi-abstract like that? No, because no, no. Um, let's see. It's quite specific. There's some shenanigans you can do with gargoyles. <laughs> Maybe 
You could say, myself and goblin women weighing over 200 pounds, carrying a curved swords and singing their national anthem in the ogre language may enter and anybody may exit. Um, and that would be successful. But if you say, myself and those I slap in the face may enter, those that live in Shirebrook may exit would both fail, both because the slapping and living in Shirebrook um, are like, the door can't know if they've been slapped or if they've been living in Shirebrook. Like, you got to pretend like the door is a person who's observing these things around them. So whatever the door could tell by through observation. Does that mean the door can be deceived? That's a good question. That is an extremely good question and one that we don't have time to delve into right now, but we can mm-hmm. dig around to in game if you ever trying to get somewhere. It would and, be cool in a quest though. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing to note is that you can set different conditions on entrance and exit. So, you know, you could say anyone can leave the captain's room, but only someone with the key or, you know, the captain can enter. Oh my, you could actually create like the greatest rat trap in human history. It's like yes. anyone can enter. <laughs> yes. No one can leave. Yes. Awesome, yeah. okay. And I'm assuming what you make the door out of will mean if the door is like unbreakable. So if right. you make it out of like metal, it's going to be incredibly hard to, you know, that's awesome actually. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Spells for the party. Wealth for the party. Um, Wait, that's why you got three. Yeah, I did. I got Windwall, uh, Gust, and... Uh, oh, you got Windwall as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. my God. This door is the best for catching, like, thieving crewmates. Yeah, that's true, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> Anyone can enter, and it'll just be, like, a bunch of gold or whatever. And then if anybody enters, nobody can leave. <laughs> or only the captain and his crew can leave. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's like the forbidden fruit. Ah, let's see what she did there. Well, everyone is back at base and has rested and adjusted to their new living situation. The crew is hard at work building beds for themselves because the base didn't have beds for 40 people, but you can put everyone to work doing it. And um, someone's going to have to take some trips over to Port Ferris to pick up so, um, some appropriate you know, bedding and some other gear will be needed for the base. We're going to have to do a, a small output of maybe, ooh, probably another like 300 gold to outfit the base and reprovision it for, um, you know, the extra 40 people that you're bringing in here. It, as well can I just, as... Can I just pay that and get yeah. it done? Do yeah, yeah, just to... pay okay. it. We'll hand wave it. It's fine. All right, um, I'm going to take it from the gold that we just got, and then I will uh, put the rest in the stash. Excellent. And your sergeant-at-arms that you captured. What does the crew want to do with her? I know it's been month, like a month since you've captured her. Is she a prisoner? Has she been her. pressed into service? Archie Sale, she was your responsibility. Yeah, what did, well, we can hand wave it and backfill it as one of those things that we come back to later. But you tell me the desired result and uh, we'll find a way to make it happen. I think the desired result would have been to negotiate her joining the crew uh, and obviously at a higher level than like a, a normal person because she's mm-hmm. like strong. Yeah. Um, and whether or not she was okay with getting lightning bolted and then recruited is kind of like the defining factor there. Otherwise, we fed her to Rohi. Then it's like, no. Okay. Well, we will put her in a suspended state as either on the crew or off the crew until we get to that point or until it absolutely needs to be known. Um, and we'll just deal with it a little bit later. So, back well, at we, base. Oh, yeah? 
Sorry, quick quick thing. Is it alright if I find a way to convert some of my silver to platinum or mithril? Just because my personal wealth box, I, I can barely, I can't see the number, it's too many digits. <laughs> my bank account is just so full. I've got um, like 150,000 silver coins. You would have been able to convert some of it in one of these places, but, um, you know. Yeah, is there not some MSCI world ETF that... <laughs> yeah, we can invest in, yeah. We gotta go to Gnome if you wanna do that. Uh, I mean, even if it's just gold, I just... Or well, maybe you isn't there the another box smaller. somewhere else that you could put it that makes more sense? Just like in a gear tab? Boxes, yeah. Uh, it's like put it on a... Yeah, just put it on like a one of the item okay, entries. Okay. Do I have yeah, any legume right. seeds, Koibu? The what? Do I have any legume seeds? Could I pick that up? Yeah, totally. You could have picked okay. up any magical um, equipment that you needed in Arcadia. In fact, you should probably have bought any and all spell components that you would need um, while you're there, because you could buy everything between Red okay. and um, White uh, Weatherlight. So you are cool if I just buy magic components? Yeah, I don't think there's anything on your spell. Is there anything crazy on your spell list that might be really hard to get? Um, if I wanted a wind wall, which probably will not happen for a long time, I need an exotic mm -hmm. feather, a feather of exotic origin. Yeah, you can get that in in Redport. I've got no tons problem. of those. Okay, cool. Um, I'm just gonna outfit my ship with a bunch of spell components, and if anything crazy comes up, I'll DM you about it. Yeah. Cool. All right, crew, all back together again here in. Uh, in your base. And we're going to kick it off one morning when Sail is taking a walk down by the beach. Um, and you feel this, like, feel your attention drawn to the sea. And you can see, like, the, the waves coming and crashing down on this beach shore have, like, a pulsing ripple through them. There is something out there unmistakably calling your attention. You know uh, who's there. I will walk towards the water's edge and observe. Yeah. There's like a darkness to the ocean. Like the, the top of it's that nice blue color, but the waves as they come up are like deep, dark blue. And you feel compelled to submerge yourself in them. Doing like, so. As I'm going in, oh, yes. I'll say, I don't know, don't see why we can't just talk. It's gotta be like this every time. <laughs> As you dunk your head beneath the waves, you get a flash of insight. You have Ooh. been sort of oppress, impressed upon, rather than like speaking to you through weird signs or symbols or like spirals of dust for you to interpret. You more have like conscious idea of what is being asked of you along with some like quick visual flashes the the concept impressed into you is that the white prince and the people must know that he cannot control or protect the outer rim and you have like an image in your mind of a noble woman's head in a box being opened by the white prince and him like looking down at to the head of this noble woman and you recognize the face somewhat she reminds you of someone in port ferris 
Um, and you have another image of a another head, this one of like a, a wealthy man that's got like gold twisted through his mustache, um, being opened by the Inquisitor over in uh, Port Prince. And you have a third quick flash of another fancy person's head being dangled from the pow- prow of a ship as it like arrives in a port. Um, lastly, you have like flashbacks, flash forwards to inquisitors hopping onto boats and leaving the outer rim and to outposts of the white prince being set aflame and raided. And again, the impression the white prince and the people out here must know that he cannot hold on any longer, that this area is beyond his grasp and his control and that you must make it so This one doesn't have a timeline attached to it. It's not like on Valentine's Day, you got to kill this dude. It's more of this is the future that shall be, and it is your duty to see that it comes. Yeah. It's like a... It's it's like a a prophecy, but unlike... It's like, this is what's going to happen. It's like, this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. In some way, shape, or form. And, you know, these, these visions that you have are sort of like almost examples. They don't necessarily have to come down this path, but this is one of the paths to our destination. One of the possible um, sailing routes. Gotcha. Totally. Um... And then you pull your head from the waves and clear your eyes and the waters are, you know, sort of normal blue. Waves are calmly lapping on the shore. Some birds fly overhead. Some sand crabs fiddle around near feet. Little pipers run in and out with the waves, catching bugs underneath the sand. I kind of I take I take this vision into my mind and I'm kind of ruminating on it. Um, and there is kind of like just a little, like, sail feels like he has he got he's gotten quite a lot from this deal right he got his life back he's still alive he has made fr- I have, I have a really good friend in archie and an okay friend in like captain winters like we're getting closer and then like a kind of dangerous acquaintance in Milrum. um so he's kind of like his like personal what's the word for it um his like hierarchy of needs have been fulfilled by like this pact with rohi but now mm. there's kind of like a question like this is like a big ask and he's like wondering is he getting enough in return for what he's being expected to do but he, he he's just mm-hmm. thinking about that for now and then mm-hmm. he makes his way back to the base to inform people mm-hmm. price check Koibu. uh <laughs> we're buying in bulk in redport okay mm-hmm. hear me out we need 365 golden needles and 365 strips of fine cloth. Strips of fine cloth. And I need a garment sewn with 100 more pockets. The garment Which... you can get, um, you can pay minimum or you can pay more if you want it to look nice. The minimum cost is like, you know, it's fine. Um, but these are going to be your wizard robes for oh, a long hello. time. And, you know. I want it to look real nice. Yeah. What color are you going for? Yeah. I'm going to go for. Uh... <clears throat> Let me just think a second. 
Maybe, I mean, it's a bit traditional wizardy, but like sort of a dark red cloth with then like lighter red, orange and yellow oh, highlights. Black robes. Like, uh, black robes. Like the like Lord Malachi. of the Rings guys. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Oh, like the, like the, like the, uh, the ring wraiths. Yeah. Nilrim wears the ring wraith robe. Mm. Yeah, um, like a big hood as well that covers like yeah. your whole face. Oh, hell yeah, he does. Oh my god, no one must look the scary ring, as fuck. Yeah, he looks sick, dude. The ring wraith robe, exactly. That's what he's got. Um, yeah. And then okay. I need those needles. Yeah, each... I have to sadly do this every time. Um, each needle will cost you one now, gold. Now, that price of the book is bullshit. What is the price does the book say? One gold. One gold. I'm I'm gonna try and get it for half off because I'm buying in bulk, and I'll be a returning customer. And do you really want to tell a wizard no? Well, wherever you're buying this from is like the the wizarding merchandising store. Um, the price is one gold per needle uh, because it first off it is literally made out of gold, and then you know crafting it to spell component crafting, quality yeah. is not an easy thing. Yeah, it's it's fine. So if we blow. Four hundred gold is that enough to get the robes and a year's worth of casting? Um, well, the robe is minimum two hundred GP, and that is oh. a fine quality robe. But you know, it can be made to be more fancy if you need. Uh, golden needles are a GP each. You say you want three sixty five. What spell needs golden needles? That spell, the uh, deep pockets. Ah. Oh, and then you need to cast it each and every day. Every single day of my life. What about 750 gold then now? And I get to look exactly like the Ring Wraith from Lord of the Rings. That's a fair Ooh. deal. That's a lot of gold. Um, and the strips of fine cloth are also needed for this spell, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, they will. The discount that they will give you is they will sell you a needle and a strip of fine cloth together as one for one That's gold. So 365 and 200 would be 565, but you said you wanted to look yeah. fucking sick. Um, I want to look like a ring right there. So let's just call 750? it... Yeah, 750 is fine. That's a perfect number. Okay. okay. Uh, Nilrim will agree to work for the captain for another year for this. Yeah, consider it done. If it keeps Nilrim happy, keeps me happy. Okay, I also, in Redport, we bought mm -hmm. a, we bought two 200 GP silver lock and keys. Mm -hmm. The captain, one is going to go for his door. Um, so, Nick, can you figure out the wording that you exactly want on your door so I can yeah. do Yeah. Captain John Winters can open from either side. Anyone can open to leave the room. That's it. Okay. Uh, Nilrum will go with the key. And the mm -hmm. lock. He will go to the door. He will cast a spell. Mm -hmm. And his spell will be the Aldrich's Discriminating Door. And this, the wording will be Captain John Winters and Nilrum will be able to open this door mm -hmm. and exit this door at any mm -hmm. time they please. Anyone else may only be able to exit the door. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Done. Um, I also have one more casting of that. Nick's already removed it from the sheet. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to use this on, but I think it's nice to have it in case we do need to lock something. And mm -hmm. then uh, Nilrum is in his ring wraith outfit. <clears throat> he casts deep pockets, and he's just going to start shoving 
his shit in his extra dimensional pockets. I believe deep pockets is a dimensionalist spell. Yeah. So I can always have this no matter what. Yeah. So that's nice. It lasts, it lasts 18 hours. Okay. I think it's 12 hours plus one per level. So we're at 18 hours. So I think the only thing you need to be worried about is A, if you stay up all night. Yeah. And B, just that when you go to sleep, you need to empty your pockets. If I go to sleep, I could theoretically just cast it. Like, let's say we're staying up all night or whatever. I might just need to cast it in order to get a new 16 hours. Does that make sense? So if I had two castings of it, I'd cast it once in the morning. I'd have 16 hours. If I go to the 15-hour mark and I cast it again, I'll have 16 more hours, correct? Mm -hmm. Or no? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that means some days you need yeah. to have... If I want it up 24-7, which isn't going to be what I want. Right. It'll just be something I explicitly state. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And the rest of the time, in the morning, you'll just have to put everything in your pockets again. Yep. Perfect. Splendid. Um, I only bought a few other spell components. Legume seeds, exotic feathers, uh, probably some more iron dust. Yeah, I think all that stuff is cheap enough to fold into your spell component cost. It's fine. Yeah. Great. So, the party gathers together in their base. And everyone's been here and, you know, gotten the base all set up. And there's a bit of restlessness going about. These people signed up to be pirates. And certainly base building is a part of piracy. And uh, they're just sort of excited, um, excited to, to move forward to, to do some real, some real sailing, some real murdering. And then Sale comes um, in with this message. Well, can I just be a day or two after we get there? I just want to speak to the to our original crew so the three party members and the people who were there before all these new guys turned up mm -hmm. just quickly once say listen guys i know that we've got a bit of a friendly relationship you know a bit of banter back and forth here but uh these new crew members they're new and they're going to be with us a lot it's going to be crucial that they stay on side so you know when it's just us laughing and joking a bit of friendly ribbing that's fine you know i can take it I give it out as good as I take it. That's fine. There's no problem with that. But when we're in front of the crew on the ship, you need to speak to me with respect in front of them. Is that understood? People yes, snap man. to attention and give you salutes. All right. Was I able right. to sell Is morality? You in that? Yeah. Yeah. You in that as well. I'm going to laugh at the captain. Well, luckily none of them are here, so I'll let it be. But say, I need you to say it. It's important. We can't have dissent amongst these men. I like look at the ground and I'm like, oh, I'll be good, Captain. So you All know right. he's right. Yeah, he's right. I know. Thank you. Thank you. All right, go and carry on with whatever you were doing. Sorry, Neil. Logan, we're just figuring out how much D100 plus 100 GP. Mm -hmm. No one will keep it. That's pocket change. Ah, okay. okay. Uh, I'm putting my books in my library. Great. Great. Which is in the animal tab on the party sheet. Great. Well, I guess we're going to go okay. set sail. Where to? There's so many places you could go. So many seas, so many islands. Do you want to... Well, first off, sail. Have you told these people what you've seen? Yeah, Did you want to that's... tell these people what you've seen? I would have called uh, probably the important members of the crew. like Anyone who's named, anyone who's a henchman or as an officer. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. would be... Anyone who is trusted with the information that I... Uh, I'm able to tell the future in some capacity. Mm -hmm. um, and I would tell, I would, I would begin the meeting and saying, I've been given 
a new quest from my god. We have new orders. We do have new orders, Captain. The chain of command has kicked in. And the orders are that the rim shall stand free. That the people love the rim. The rimmers. If you wait, no, I should no. We should call them the outers. No, you can't. We can't call them. The, we'll be the outers. The outers must stand free from the inners <laughs> and the middlers. And that the people of the rim <laughs> will be free from the oppression of the white prince. Is this a vision sale or an order? It is a vision. I've seen nobles' heads delivered to inquisitors. I've seen men of the White Prince strapped to boats, lit of light and driven into ports. I've seen a throne empty. Wow. And a figure in dark robes sitting on it. For real? Well, it was kind of hard to tell. I, like, it, I was being a little theatrical. It was very quick. It all happened fast. Some of it I don't remember perfectly, but I, we're going to war. And that's my uh, goal. Are you in? Uh, well, we're in. I give a sideways glance at Nilram and look away if he looks at me looking at him. I'm assuming that he's the person on the throne. Well, if that's our goal, and we were already working towards it, perhaps we should strike another blow at the White Prince. Did Nilram catch his eye? Can I roll something for that? Yeah, give me a perception check. Uh, and with a 31, natural 19... You definitely, yeah, like, is... saw him glance. <laughs> look away. So, Sale, tell us... kind of looks down at his own robes. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about these, uh... You said ships on fire heading into ports. What is it we're to do? Capture one of the White Prince's ships and send it into his own port? In the center? I believe that sometimes futures that are shown to you are not necessarily exact. It's more what could happen. But it's what what the drowned one wants to happen. He wants me to do things of this nature. He wants me to unseat the um, the White Prince's government on the Outer Rim. That is the goal. And whether we do that extortion, battle, under or subterfuge, whatever method we use is going to be a violent upheaval in some capacity. Well, perhaps we should pick another island and go and do that like we did in Jamuba. Kill the guards in the keep, behead any nobles that refuse to bend the knee, send them on a trade ship. In Mon, or in Jamuba, or? No, we've not been back since. Well, I was asking if we should go check. Yeah, we could. Wiley. What would you say the White Prince's strongest holding is in the Outer Rim? Why, you're sitting across from it, Captain. Port Fa- well, maybe not just Port Ferris. Port Ferris is a pretty good one, sir. So, uh, let's see. Port Ferris. Virix would be the other one. Far on the other side, practically 180 degrees from where we are now. Um, well, I think that any plan we have here should end with the taking over of Flotsam. We don't want to draw attention to our location here or needless, uh, needlessly, but perhaps um, we could go to Vexen and deal with the White Prince there. Verex? 
barracks. We should also go and check um, the one island we just left. I say just many months ago now, where we uh, handled uh, Father Hubert. Yes, well, we can go via Jamuba. Yeah. Okay. Wiley. Wiley, how strong is the White Prince's presence in Varric? So about similar to what's on Flotsam? An Inquisitor, perhaps a few clerics, dozen or so troops. Then the troops of the nobles that rule there as well, separate, I assume? Not quite, Captain. The the ports there, uh, if I recall correctly, there's a few small port towns, little dock towns, really. But the White Prince has a, a full-fledged keep inland next to a lake. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the... You know, grumbles to himself a moment. <clears throat> the White Prince has managed to establish a full-fledged uh, ground base there. It's a, a training camp for would-be soldiers out here on the Outer Rim. Would-be uh, recruits, would-be trainees. I think they even do some of the, the testing for the young lads and lasses out there in Virix. Uh Interesting. It, it's sort of a... It's not the port towns in Virix that are its strong point. It's the keep within. Are we talking dozens, hundreds of soldiers? Oh, I'd, I'd expect maybe a hundred infantry total, all said and done. Um, some spellcasters, clerics and wizards alike for the, the testing and training of the youth. Um, some officers, and knights worthy of note. Um, Do you know if the the wizard testing place is separate to their keep or inside it? Oh, <laughs> I'm a man of the sea, Captain. I'd never go inland so far as to see that keep. Not until I spent my days on those blasted sandy isles, drinking away Wise. my sorrows while I waited for my crew who never showed up. You're the wisest of all of us, Wiley. Well... Well, perhaps we check on Jamuba and see what's happened there, but uh, we could sack the guard presence in a few of these coastal uh, towns, draw out some men, ambush them, thin them out that way before we can attack on the keep. Captain, do you remember the crop straight? I do. What if we go back there and we pay the Inquisitor there a visit? I point to the entire crew. They're all fine, strong fighters. We could go there, handle an Inquisitor, take his items, and leave. I'm not against handling an Inquisitor. I think the time is rapidly approaching where we must take this step. I'm not sure that uh, our sailors should be relied upon in combat. I know. Mm, sailors are harder to find than men who can swing a sword. Wily, does the Inquisitor come and inspect every ship? Aye, that's the Inquisitor's job. Kill what him if there. we either go to Jamuba or just sail down to the Crab Strait? We're on an unregistered boat, brand new. They have no idea. We sail in, we dock. The Inquisitor comes. I enlarge Archie and I shoot fire, flaming, you know, lightning at him. We just kill him and we go. It would do well to destabilize the island. No one would see it coming. If we're to kill the Inquisitor, we should make sure we kill the rest of the guards there, free the whole place. But yeah. Um, we could still pass through Jamuba on the way, or we could go there on the way back. It's up to you. It's your call. I just think, um, feeling mighty strong, I feel like we could take an Inquisitor out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
Uh, Neil, remind me, the way the tide goes, it would be quicker to go the long way and go past Jamuba than it would be to go against the tide. Especially and... now that we have a... Yeah, so I, yes. I think we follow the tide round, we'll stop in at Jamuba, see what's going on, mm -hmm. and then just carry it round to, uh, to the Goblin Island. Do we want to take a sailing trip for this? Because we are faster, I think, out here if we don't sail. Yeah, I don't think we need the big ship for this, right? I don't think so either. Yeah, I think we just take our ship. Although, okay. that will mean the Inquisitor will know it's us when we turn up. <laughs> up so maybe we, we need yeah we need the biggest ship to <coughs> to pull off the, the, the plum. Uh, so even though it'll be slower, it'll be better. Yep. Do we want to get papers for the ship before we go to the Crab Street? Like, get the, the best part of the ship. Say, oh, we don't need papers. We're from another area. Oh, we, we just, just we just never here. have papers. We just always okay. Oh, well, yeah. if we kill an Inquisitor, perhaps we can forge our own papers once we get a hold of whatever paperwork he's got there. That's true. Wiley, you could handle. You could see to that if we bring it to you. Uh, you know I, I, I guess I'll see what I can do. Um. <clears throat> Uh, he waves his sword and uh, I'm, I ain't good at forging things myself no more and if I can't figure out what to do I'll, I'll, I might know someone who can let me take a look once we get there and see what's around I'll have uh, answers for you in the flesh but that means I gotta come with you this time Captain and, and Nilrum you think we can trust Bobby? he looks to Bobby who's in the room you up for this Bobby? <sighs> I we can trust Bobby. He's a good lad. He's come a long way now. Well, Bobby. Bobby, you have come a long way, and if Wiley's got trust in you, then that means a lot to me. But the last thing I want to find is coming back here and see that those crazy fists of yours have beat everyone black and blue. So just remember, you know, keep your composure. Don't let the rage that's inside of you bubble over into violence unnecessarily. I can control a captain, says Bobby. I can control I know the urges. Can, I know you I know you can, so. Alright. I almost forgot, Bobby. <laughs> in uh in Redport we've got you a gift. You know, and we'll go over to the ship. We'll pull out a nice big like cudgel. With a nice like steel or like metal top. And I'll hand it to him. I think there's I think there's something in the room. He sniffs a few times. I, I, I gotta go tell What's-Her-Face to stop cooking so many onions, and he gets up out of the room, goes to walk, stops, like, comes back and gingerly picks up the cudgel and, you know, clears his face as he storms out. Awesome. All right, well, we give it a couple of days, and then I think we, uh, we set sail. Are we going to Jamuba? Yes? No? Nick? Uh, we're going to take a short break because I can't hear anyone. See you guys on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party's hopping a boat. And did we say we were going past Jamuba? Yes. I think we're okay. going strictly to Jamuba. Yep. Assuming there's not a shitload of men there. Alrighty. Well, underway we will go. 
Let's get our seafaring tracks. I asked the cat, I, uh, okay. Here we go. We're here for a few days, right? Where's here? On the ship. Uh, in the base or on the yeah. ship. Yeah. I give everybody armor. Mmm. Everybody. I spell, spend as long as I need to to give him enough right. breast leather. <clears throat> yep, there's been plenty of time to do this. Everyone's armored. Right. Okay. Everybody has new armor. Everybody on the ship's armored. I think it literally lasts just fucking forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It's uh, a great spell. I would like to encourage the crew to like try to fight each other. I was like, so they can see like the where the magical barrier is. Yeah. yeah, it's readily apparent when they're actually not just like you know throwing casual punches, but when there's money placed on who's winning, and they really try to beat the shit out of each other. All of a sudden, it's like starts kicking in, and they realize the the strength of the magic. They yeah, look to sail in Nilrum. Yeah. Don't fuck around with it. <laughs> they should be charged. <laughs> it's part of your maintenance on the crew. <laughs> you gotta pay with company money. Um. Okay. Sorry, I'm just looking at one thing. You're good. Eight points plus one per caster level. So oh, you leveled up your armor. It's better now. Yeah. Uh, everybody just has 14 charges now. Seymour the monkey. I don't recast it on him. He should only have the 13 charges because he's never been hurt. That's right. Nice. Seymour's been safe. Can I, um, you know, of all the various bits of jewelry that I've got lying around, can I find like a nice little necklace for Seymour? Yeah. Give him some chains. Yeah. You giving Seymour a, 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 like a, what sort of necklace? Something with like an amulet attached to it or? Just, yeah, whatever. But it's got to be small, right? Something Mm -hmm. with a small chain that'll fit him. Whatever it is. I assume it's not a great deal. But yeah, I mean, like, in an ideal world, he's got a nice big thick. Well, it's thick for him because he's only little. But a thick silver chain with, you know. Mm All righty. Yeah, I kind of. I was watching the halftime show at the Super Bowl. I kind of want him to look a bit like Fifty Cent in the original video for the club. <laughs> you know, <laughs> running out chains, that's looking fucking tanked up. Mm. Yeah. Did anyone else notice just like how old they all fucking looked <laughs> as well? Uh, Eminem looked all right, but like Dre, Snoop, Fifty yeah. Cent, and Mary J. Blige all looked like they were old as fuck. Mm. That's the it has- time, man. It has been 20 years since their heyday. It's been a while. 25 years, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Out on the sea, sailing round to Jamuba. You got your full ship going on here, the Forbidden Fruit, with a full complement of sailors behind it. Um, Do you have your smaller craft in a a bottle by now with you? Yeah, Mm. absolutely. Yeah. And the bottle's probably stored somewhere safe, right? Like, is it in in your robes or is it in the captain's quarters? Actually, probably in his robes, in his extra ventral pocket. Yeah. Because the chance that we'll need it is if we're, like, stranded on an island. So we kind of need it with us when we're off the ship. Probably kept near the drum, too, right? The the drum is being used. The drum's on Archie's banner.
Here we are. The end of spring. Your trip to Jamuba will involve the passage past many other ships. Um, you will sail past merchant ships and you will sail past messenger ships, little cargo ships. Um, and one day you come across this huge barge sailing out here in the waters. Um, it's just a massive fucking barge and it has like a large sail put around it. But more than that, it's basically just like wooden walls on a very flat platform with like one single mast that has like a sail and then a couple of like rowing udders coming off the backside. It doesn't look like it has a lot of means of propulsion, but it's essentially a floating island. Um, and it's just, you know, out here in the, in not going along the edge, but sort of partway between. You know how you guys like often cut between islands, right? Let me bring us the, the map so we can see. Yeah, I will, of yeah. course, check it out with my spyglass. Um, it's somewhere over here in this section of sea that you come across this, like, huge barge. And from the distance, you can see it's flying the flag of the White Prince. Uh, and you can see that there are sailors and soldiers and laborers on the massive deck of this thing, if you can even call it a deck. It's maybe, you know, a, a hundred feet by a hundred feet. It's huge. Oh. How many men are I, do I? How many soldiers do I see, like, wandering around? There's easily to see, like, 30 people. Um, if there is a below decks area, which it's hard to tell, because uh, it's, it's such a big thing, like, maybe there is, like, a little underwater compartment to it, or maybe, like, it sits up high enough that there's, like, a little half deck or something. There could be more. Um, but around 30 folks. Most of them don't even look to be soldiers, although you do see a bunch of bowmen all over it. Um, and just huge piles of, of like uh, stores of supplies, barrels that are probably water barrels or food barrels or gold barrels, maybe filled with silver. Who knows? Maybe filled with jewelry. I take the uh, the spyglass from my face and I will hand it to Sail and say, you ever see anything like this in your vision, Sail? I'm going to hand you the spyglass. Yeah, I will take a look. Um, uh, do... Does this look like it's like a giant? Like, I get a bad feeling about this. And then, like, my first instinct is that this is transporting something that isn't in a hurry. That, you know, I mean, like, it's moving something big. Yeah. Hmm. And my first like... thought that it was like an outbound uh, transport ship. That mm. was like my first instinct. Hmm. That's my, my first instinct, Captain, is that this is either transport... This is... You don't transport something valuable on a ship that is slow, right? This mm. is... This is a... Like, I, maybe I'm way off base, but this feels like a way to transport a weapon. Like, you move it. Well, if we're to be working under the assumption that the White Prince has no dominion over the Outer Rim, can we allow something like this to get to its destination? Um... Probably not, I agree. But what do we do? How do we stop it? Archie Niller, and what do you think? We make a move here or not? I don't think we make a move. There's tons of bowmen on the top of the ship. We don't want to lose our whole crew out there. Um, doesn't seem like a good 
Doesn't seem like a good time. Maybe if it was it on seems... landfall or something. That seems dangerous. Yeah. You got any way to track this, you two? No one shakes his head. No. Hmm. I... I mean, if we followed it for a day, I could relearn spells, but... That seems risky. No. It, it's probably... It's moving really slowly, right? I assume that it's like... Just oh, like yeah. You could easily outrun it in practically any vessel. It mostly is moved by the power of the current, just based on its, like, massive size and resistance to the water. It has a sail to sort of, like, help give it a little bit of direction. Um, a vessel like this, you know, it might just be a... It could either be a very slow-moving vessel, moving a huge amount of cargo from the Midlands to the Outer Rim, or it could be, like, a floating resupply station. It could be a floating, like, message or relay station of some kind. Um, there's definitely not a way to track it unless there's a beacon on it already, and then other people can then locate the beacon and find it that way. Uh, but its speed and control are not going to be something this has. Nilrum, you're looking at this thing, and even if you wanted to get it to the right island at the right time, it would be a huge bitch to do. If you needed to get yeah. to an island, you'd have to, like, come clearly in line with it, and even then you couldn't, like, control it or steer it into a port unless the port happened to just be, like, in the course of the, of the water's um, natural turning direction. There's, like, no maneuverability on this. I say we leave it, Captain. It's up to you, though. Mm, I'm worried about whatever this is. I mean... It's clearly important. I, I assume Neurum tells us about that it doesn't... It would have a hard time, like, docking somewhere. Yeah, I'll ask uh, Janet or Mary Beth, people who worked, like, on the ship. Mm -hmm. They're probably here as well. Um, I'm going to ask him if they know what it is. They shake their heads in surprise and wonder. Uh, I've never heard of anything like that. <clears throat> Wiley, you ever seen this before? Hmm. Wiley pulls out a pipe that he's been sucking on. You know, Captain, once upon a time, they said in the fog banks that sometimes broker the Midlands and the, the Outer Rim... The White Prince had a staging operational base or two that would float round hidden in the fog banks that only the White Prince's men could ever come across. This might be one of those things. If the, if the bank has broken, could have uh, stumbled across it by lucky chance. Might not get another chance. Right? Yeah. Well, shrugs. Uh, secret White Prince staging bases are probably not poorly defended. You know, uh, if, it's if they're a, hidden from everyone but the White Prince, maybe defenses are lacking compared to what you might expect if it was easily be. seen. Could be, or maybe they're carrying a wand of lightning bolts. I, I, I don't know, Captain. Um, there's been rumors of large barges floating out in the seas, but I've never seen one myself. You gonna shoot a lightning bolt at its sail? Perhaps we should just uh, ask ask it. We could communicate with it. Maybe it's more like a floating fortress, like a castle on the sea, like a place to project the power. Um, I will call one of the... You, come over here. I call one of the sailors. Mm -hmm. Get up to the messaging mast. Send a message. Greetings. What is this ship? It's the greatest marvel I have ever seen. That's the message. 
the crew snaps to attention and hurries off to send up the flags. I guess we'll find out. Um, when the flags are clearly seen by the other ship, uh, they they don't send any messages themselves, but coming out from probably what must have been like, you know, underneath the wall where you can't quite see that that area of the ship that is blocked by the, the high walls that they have from that darkened, obscured position jumps a griffin with a rider, which begins to spiral and climb into the sky and then fly out maybe 500 feet above you over your ship and sort of begin to peruse and fly about the area. And while I this, try and not look nervous as this griffin launches from the ship. Yeah, while the griffin begins to soar about, um, a message will be sent back. <clears throat> uh, what do we call them? Nudge table? Is this is a outpost of the White Prince. Stay away. I look at the Griffin Rider with my spyglass. Um, it is an armored knight of some kind. I mean, who else would be riding the Griffin? They've got some gleaming plate mail, uh, just like a breastplate over them. There's an arming sword at their side. There's a, a long lance on over like the, the wing of the Griffin. And they are looking down from way up high. Um, all right, send a message back. Understood. Recall your night. We'll be on our way. Okay. They, they will send up a just a flag that doesn't mean anything in this context to you. And the griffin will sort of, you know, peruse back and leave your ship um, at range. But it doesn't land until it's clear that you are heading away. Yeah, okay. Well, I think the griffin rider has forced mm-hmm. our hand. Let's get going. Excellent. It's kind of terrifying to know that the White Prince has that at his disposal. Yeah. The next thing you encounter on your way over there is... Nothing! The rest of your trip is uneventful as you cut through the middle. Uh, Give me a navigation check, Nilrum, Mr. Great Navigator of the Seas. Hey, I haven't fucked one of these up in a long time. I think it's a bedtime. Woo! Just in time. You will arrive over here at Jamuba. Okay, as we approach the island, I want to spy the keep and look what the flag situation is on the keep. Also, is it possible to maybe keep track of how many times I've been here and maybe get bonuses on navigating from like a place to a place or no? Ooh, that's a great question. I will devise some sort of mechanical bonus for you. Make a note. Thank you. Um, because as you practice the skill, you should get better at it. It's also which practicing the skill is just knowing the landmarks and stuff mm-hmm. on the yeah. certain paths. Okay. The looking at the keep here in Jamuba, there's no flag to be seen flying from it whatsoever. Uh, you do see some lights on in some of the windows and what looks to be some faces and people inhabiting the keep, but it flies no flag of any kind. No sign of armored soldiers on the docks or anything like that. There's a couple of um, 
armed but not armored soldiers and they don't look like white mm. men's soldiers like the spears look just like the spears that the white princess men had but you know instead of a, a sharp soldier standing at attention with padded armor emblazoned with the white prince's sigils it's a uh, <clears throat> some yokel leaning on the spear looking round, kind of bored that's what i like to say all right pull her in for landing Yep. Quickly and easily, you can slip into port and find yourself in Jamuba. Down Sail. The docks. Um, take a couple of the guards. Oh, take a couple of the men and head ashore and see if you can't uh, find out what's going on. And if there's a leader of sorts, bring him on here to talk with us. Sure thing, Captain. I will round up a couple of crew members, whoever the closest people are to me. And mm -hmm. say, hop to it, lads. Captain's orders. Gotta they find, hop uh, to. A mare. Yes. And uh, I'll head down the locks, the docks. Uh, and if I no one comes to meet me, I will go to the closest guard and be like, "How are you, lad? Where's the uh, where's the dockmaster? Didn't you hear? Harbormaster quit. Brilliant. <laughs> I'll have yep. you know, I've smuggled half the world's drugs on this ship with me, so no inspection then." No inspection. Nope. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, are you... What are you guarding, then, if there's no harbormaster? You... Me? I'm just making sure no one gets in any fights. You know, price of fish, price of this, price of that. Just, uh, just here to keep the peace. Hey, aren't you uh, one of those people that came through and, you know... Gave out a bunch of money and liberated the island? Yes, I am. I thought you looked familiar. Um, what's the deal? Uh, we're just checking in, making sure you guys are okay, making sure the White Prince hasn't been meddling in the Free Folk, uh, free folk's affairs out here in the Outers. No, but uh, I heard he died. I heard he had a heart attack and killed right over. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm out of a job, if that's true. Yep. Say, who's in charge of this town? Oh, well, supposedly uh, your, your captain is in charge of this town, but in reality, yeah, he shrugs. Is, uh, did we, leave, did we leave like a lady in charge? Where is she? <laughs> Have you guys been doing politics while we've been gone? When the harbor master left, he uh, took her with him. Beat her over like, the head with a couple other folks. Remainder of the White Prince loyalists and, you know, the scattered guards who had been out in other towns and finally came back here, uh, piled in a boat that came through, headed for the Midlands, and took off with her as hostage. Uh, do either of the guards with me speak? Or uh, can they read and write? <laughs> Chances are very low. No. Completely okay. Uh, I'll have to get a full list of the names of the people that we have to go uh, deal that retribution off you later. Uh, but could you go get someone who resembles someone in charge and get them come on down to meet my captain? Sure. I don't. I don't know who's in charge. There's not really. Uh. Mm. Who's the strongest guy in town? Who beats people up? Lost my job. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, guess you're in charge. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I'll bring him up the boat. Comes on over. Um, yeah, he comes back to the crew, to the ship with everyone else. Captain, I bring you the strongest man in town. <clears throat> what happened to the the woman? She, she got captured by the white prince, sir. He's, he talks over a sail. He's been back to Jamuba. Nope, nope. Uh, Harbor master and some others fucked off. Took some prisoners. Took some of the, you know, people who sided with y'all and took the, the woman you left in charge. Fucked a off to the Midlands. Shit. Yep. Should have strung him up while I had the chance. What's your name, son? I'm Denver. Denver. Nice to meet you. And Captain John Winters. I'll offer him a hand. I know. You paid me out last time you were here. That's right. Well, today's your lucky day. I was hoping to uh, speak to the lady we left in charge, but our recent endeavors have been fortuitous, and I've come to share some of the wealth with my uh, my people. Aye. I trust I can trust you to distribute this fairly. I'm afraid we don't have time to stop for an extended visit. Yeah. You want me to hand out pay? Hang on. First, I need to make sure. I'm going to have to have my wizard cast a spell to make sure you can be trusted. Nilrim? Cast a spell to make sure that he's not lying. Hey, hey, I mean, what, what's all with the spell casting? I'm just it's hanging just out. It's just my friend. <laughs> There's no need to cast any spells. Don't be ridiculous. You want to fess up? I haven't done anything about? wrong. No one will start feigning like he's casting a spell. Oh, God. By, by the gods high and low, you, you don't need to enchant me. I'm a good man. All right, Captain. He's enchanted. You may ask him his questions now. All right. Can I trust you to distribute yeah. the wealth between the townsfolk fairly under threat of your eventual painful and slow death if you I, apply to me. I, I'll follow your orders to the best of my ability and will seek not to subjugate that, no, subterfuge them? Subterfuge Can we get like a charisma check on him? It's, it's close enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me a charisma check, Mr. Moon. What do you, Nick, what do you, you read on his face? No? I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. Oh, okay. uh, I think the oh, captain okay. is like so amused at this guy's awkwardness that He's just, you're charmed by the, the... Yeah, I am. Yeah. Nilrum, you could see that th this man's actually terrified, and if he fails this job, it's not going to be because he is trying to fail. It's probably because he's, like, illiterate and is bad at counting and forgot to pay someone. You know. You've heard about uh, what I did at the top of the, uh, the tower, correct? I assume everybody's heard. That was you. So you'll know what I'll do to you if this doesn't get paid out to everybody. Shit, I have a message for you then. If that was you, he says, real uncomfortable like. I'm listening. Uh, a, a cleric showed up a couple weeks ago. Said he was looking for the man of the tower. Clerics I didn't know what he meant, but uh, he said, you know, the one who summoned his deity and he, he pulled out his an, a holy symbol, Ponos. He said he was a. Uh, just looking for you. Was he angry? I you know those clerics of Ponos, God of Despair, um, suffering, you know, the, those dark things, uh, they, they always look a little angry. 
So I, I told him you weren't here, that you hadn't been here in some time. And How do I contact him? He said if he he said to give you a message. Um <clears throat> He'll be staying on Alba Island at the uh, the port there. Captain, we gotta go. Alba Island. All right. Well, we can. Uh, we'll head around the whole. We'll head around the whole ring. So we'll find it. It's back the other way. It's back the way that you've come already. It's like halfway. Captain, he's not gonna be there much longer. Can we? Can we head out there first and then come back down? It's the wrong way, Nilrim. We have to go around anyway. I can we can we can make it the other way. It's not too far. I am sorry. I'm not I'm not diverting the whole mission just so you can flirt with your cleric friend here. Listen, Dando, uh, as you can see, time is of it's of the essence and so I shall give you the the uh, silver to distribute amongst the townsfolk and we shall be on our way. Understood? Yes, sir. All right. I uh, Is there I, a message with the silver? Just you know, uh you guys should probably elect someone to be in charge. Next time I come around here, I want to see a little bit more order. You know, when my men get off the ship, I expect to be greeted with some semblance of, uh, you know, a guard. Anyone could be turning up here. How many days away is that, Koibu? Um, if I took the longboat with the boys. It uh, takes you about... If you rotate drummers, so someone is always drumming night and day, you can do about three islands in a day. So it'd be one, two, three. One, two, three... It'd be like three days back that way if you're rowing 24-7. And but to be clear, did this cleric of uh, yours indicate that he was not going to be in Alba for long? He didn't say shit about that. He just said, if you find the master of the tower, tell him I have a message. Come find me on Alba Island. Uh, and then he He'll fucked off again. We'll find him on the way around. All right, Denver, here's 2,000 silver. Distribute it fairly, please. Captain, maybe we could have a quick conversation. That's fine. Once we've, once Denver's been on his way, Denver will will take the two thousand silver in many bags and head off, leaving the party together to chat amongst we'll themselves. I'll fucking kill you if you don't distribute it collect correctly. All right, crew, anchors up. Let's get going. All right, everyone hops back onto the boat, pushes out to sea again, and the no party sail. Archie, let's let's go inside the quarters and have a chat about this. Captain, we, we could leave through anchor here for a few days. We could go on our ship. Come back. It'll take six days. I just um. What's the rush? It's. I told you that Pono spoke to me, correct? I I know that you told me that, yeah. Well, I assume this is something to do with it. If Pono spoke to you. Normal nod. It wasn't like a big thing or anything. He just called me Blessed Child. Listen, oh, that's... do you have your own god now? I thought you were down with the other guy, my guy. Exactly. That's my worry here, Nolan. Is that it's you know not... we are we are already in deep with this drowned god of sails. God versus god. Well, it, yeah. with respect, Nolan, you don't know anything about it. So, with respect, you don't either. <laughs> that's true, but I'm not the one. <laughs> inflaming things here you know the gods haven't always got out as far as i understood it and uh yeah listen the guy's gonna still be there you can go and see him we'll all go with you you can make sure you don't get strung up and tortured or whatever the fuck this cleric probably does in his spare time 
but we're not going to abandon our mission now. We're going to go around, we're going to go to Crop Strait, we're going to kill that Inquisitor, then we can come back around and go to Alda. I'm sorry, Captain, I didn't know you had four votes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got two votes, um, in a in a split situation. I vote with the Captain as well. There you go. That's fair enough. Sail, surely, surely you don't want Nilram getting involved with Ponos. Of course I don't. It's like my wife bringing over her boyfriend. <laughs> like, I don't want to. I don't want another deity messing up with my business. It's going to complicate things. You're going to start a war in the heavens or what, however that works. Oh, that's um, not going to happen. People worship different people all the time. So, and how does you know what? The, his the history of the world, I assume, from the one history book I've read, is littered with the corpses of people who believed in different. No, you gods, learned okay? to read a few fucking weeks ago. All right, don't speak to me about the books that you read. <laughs> okay, I skimmed one children's history. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we can continue this, but I will not have my private matters uh, meddled with. Well, yes, very good point, and I shan't interrupt the private matters of the 60 crew members of this ship, so you can go on your little foray to meet with your boyfriend. That is correct. That's why we'll continue on the ship. The, the route. Exactly. Let's go. Okay, I will pour us all a drink, and we can hang out in the quarters so there's no bad blood. Yeah, all right. And then we continue on the way. We're going to sail past Jamuba. And we will sail past Virix. We're not stopping in Virix yet, right? We're going all the way down to the next port. I think I'd like to maybe go past it slowly, though, and just have a little look with the yeah. spiders. Coming along the outer rim. Um, you've not been past Virix before, so when you, you first pass by it, you're passing through on the inside like you normally do, and you'll see that there's, like, these huge mountain ranges that are like dirty and dusty and desolate and sort of barren. The, the very front of it is sort of lively and green, but the rest of it is just like row after row after row of mountains. Like if you fly across Nevada and you look out your window, I know that applies to like two people who can hear this conversation, but that sort of row and row and row of empty barren mountains with a small little town um, at the base of a very large river. And Wiley will point out to you as you sail past that much of the infrastructure on the of the island is um, on the other side, a little bit deeper in. And if you want, with your great sailing vessel here, with your three masts and your 40 seamen, you can come back around yeah. this area and take a look. Yeah, let's, let's do something like that. I just want to scoot past this little bay here and get a look at that. Yeah. In through the uh, with the spyglass, you can see that there's a nice big shallow bay in here. The water is probably shallow enough that your ship could fit, maybe depending on the tides. You'd, you'd really need a closer look or some better charts, uh, actual charts of this area. Um, but there are two towns here one against the mountains, one on the far side, and then everything else is just sort of like huge open um, farmland. You can see cows and herds of sheep in the distance, lots of corn and lettuce and carrots and potatoes, and all the wonderful crops that you could ever possibly want in this like beautiful green, lush um, semi valley. And it's like a nice place. Yeah, on the far side, you can see a, a little flag and a small tower in the great distance, um, just the edge of your, your noticeable vision with your spyglass flying the flag of the White Prince. And then beyond that, another range of mountains 
forested with um, trees beyond. Okay, cool. I will sketch like a little map of the island. Mm -hmm. Where the towns are and the rivers, if I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know, looks kind of like this. Just get a little map and map. Yep. And then sailing okay. on. Yep. Okay. Onward we sail. Past Monsher. All the way down to Crob Strait. Okay. Our party's approaching Crob Strait. You sail around Monsher. Uh, you can see... Yeah. You can see that there is a White Prince's ship leaving Monsher, headed like angled inward, like it's gonna enter in towards the Midlands. Um, okay, we will we will slow it. our travel or just maybe anchor for a day just to give this thing time to get away from this area. Yeah, it's headed away, uh, and you can just slow your pace a little bit, take in some sails and um, let it pass or let it run away from you before making yeah. your way past it and then towards Crob Strait. Yes, so last time we were here, we ignored their attempts to hail us. This time... Uh, we will follow them, but I will not before I look throughout the spyglass at the uh, the goblin side of the island. Um, maybe you know, fraction of the town is still standing. It looks like there have been some sort of runaway fires in town. Probably goblins not taking proper safety precaution or not following the appropriate OSHA requirements, and uh, most of the town is burned to the ground. A few buildings still stand. The dock um, has like a bunch of hacks made in it, like someone has been chopping up the dock for wood or ripping up boards of it. Um, the whole thing is sort of in a state of decay and seems There's relatively... No, there. no. You don't even see any goblins there. Well, okay. I don't comment on it. Uh, and we will slow down as we pass Crobtown and wait to be hailed. Certainly. Uh, as you as come... this is happening, I give the order to the people manning the ship and I'll say to to everyone just be ready this is going to when it happens it's going to go quickly if you're a sailor stay below deck when the fighting starts everyone looks at you a little nervously it's been a couple of weeks out at sea no real problems yet but now the moment is upon you all you're just going to pull up to the dock, hop out, and master blast a couple of guys in the face? We're going to wait for the Inquisitors to turn up, and then we're going to... Archie's going to fuck him up. Archie, you ready for this? You know what you got to do? When you see that stupid fuck so with his ready. helmet, I want yep. to cave it in. Archie, I'm going to make you 60% bigger. How's it make you feel? How big am I now? Holy shit. Wait, you're casting it now? Or... No, 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 no. As soon yeah. as we land and the Inquisitor's like walking his stupid ass on the ship, now cast up. Do we know how an anti-magic field works? Nope. Nope, well. Yeah, yeah it might out. stop it, but might won't stop Archie. Won't stop Archie. I'm ready. This seems dumb. <laughs> That's just your plan, wasn't it? That's why it's dumb. <laughs> okay. The you know they make the symbols the the flags that you should stay away from the other side and they 
can head over towards the docks and there's some dock workers there ready to lasso your ship and bring it forward and there's the oh, harbor we master fly, uh, we fly the solomese flag sorry mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and there's the harbor master who's like looking at your ship and clearly like trying to take some notes on it as you approach doing their due diligence um, there is the Inquisitor with her, you know, long golden flowing hair coming out from underneath her great helm, uh, sword at her side, watching. You know, just I've had this woman what's all going close, on. so I will stand like back. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't get a great look at me. Yeah. She's not really looking at your ship in particular. She's just sort of like, you know, watching the docks as things come and go. You'll notice there's a bunch of um, soldiers with spears standing about, and you'll notice the little towns up and down the coast have a larger guard presence than the last time you were here. There's, like, each little collection of houses has at least one armed soldier watching the, the strait, looking across as if they're, um, waiting for something to come for them. And sure enough, your boat pulls right up to the dock. The Inquisitor begins the, there studious not miranda uh, meander in your direction she have a helmet on absolutely and following a few feet behind just far enough to be out of range is the apprentice not the apprentice the squire with the shield the anti-magic shield um can we have a map for this I yeah i'm bringing one up right now Any... We would have told Archie that he's probably going to be the one who meets the Inquisitor, goes out there like the captain, and then just kicks her ass. Or yeah, I don't know how it do you works. Want to do yeah, I mean, I was thinking more like Archie is just yeah, like standing at the front of our ship waiting for her to come up because she knows me and the two of you are spellcasters. So I think. Oh yeah. Real quick, I I obviously last time I didn't have my. Um brass knuckles on. I'm going to put those back on, so I'm changing my damage back to 1d6, right? Those have your hands in your pockets or something, yeah? Yeah. Fuck is my dog. Okay. Party getting ready. Any last words? Any other spells to be cast? Uh, I will say to Nilrim that he should, like, try and knock out the squire with the shield. When the fighting starts. He has an anti-magic shield. How am I going to get him? Yeah. Good point. I guess we do know how it works. <laughs> Alright, I'll just be squire then. Well, I assume whoever has the shield is just not going to be able to do magic dawn. So as soon as Archie starts attacking, I'm going to fuck the uh, wizard up. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I can bring us to a map <laughs> now. Oh, Took a moment to load. How does this work? Never mind, I don't know how it would work. I was thinking, like, can I web the kid with the shield? But, like, I don't know how the... I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, if it's an anti-magic shield, web probably wouldn't work. Right? On it, yeah. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. yeah. I assume anywhere he would go, the web would just go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so here is the Inquisitor. And let's grab your vessel. I'm sorry, Roll20 is just being, like, super painfully slow right now. In, um, I forgot to announce this, but in preparation for this, could I take a Dispel Magic instead of um, Water Breathing? Yeah, you would have had all the time you wanted to pick the right set of spells for this mission. Um, 
I think your vessel will be pulling up like... We'd probably be docked, right? Yeah, your docking procedure will bring you... Actually, I think it, it, it is going to be just like this is where you're going to pull up. Okay, we set our thing here. Mm-hmm. We'll get a nice right, little so gangplank. I'll have the men start the taking boss. out like barrels and stuff and like just start unloading or mm, are they yeah. allowed to or no? Yeah, just, like, totally. Traders, you know? Yeah, just yeah. Full and, on yeah. The rest of the... Uh, you know, the dock workers, which I'm not going to bother putting on the map, will come and uh, throw ropes over to your crew members who will tie them around parts of the boat, and they'll, you know, slowly pull the boat against here. Can you put the um, man with the magic shield? Yeah, let me get a squire then. I will add um, infantry guards at, if they reinforce, when they reinforce, I should say. Archie. Don't get feared, Archie. Don't be afraid, Archie. I can't be feared. Don't worry, yeah. Captain. Archie's I know HP. it's never going to happen again. Yeah, everyone's full HP. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I can't edit like Archie. It's being weird. No, they, they, okay, there's the token. Here's little squire standing. How far is he? Uh, right over here. With it easy to get there within less than a round. And Archie will be the first one off the ship, right? Yep. Yeah. And as Archie gets off the ship, you notice you can see the Inquisitor lays eyes upon giant sixty percent larger Archie. No, he and hasn't been enlarged. Yeah, he has, he's not oh, I thought you enlarged him already. No? No. Okay. Where are the drums on your ship? You have Probably them, right? Back here. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the wait, ship. Okay. Yeah, we would. Yeah. And you've got a cleric we and a wizard. Uh huh. And everyone's got the armor spell, including all of the sailors, right? Yeah. So it's not so, weird. The, the Inquisitor with her helm that can see these things can tell that everyone is enchanted upon this boat as it pulls up. Um, so I guess the Inquisitor probably wouldn't have come out that far. Like, she would have walked in this direction. And then when she realizes, when it becomes clear that everyone on the ship is magically enchanted, she would immediately draw her sword and shield and stand here and call back, you know, yell at the other people behind her that something is amiss. And uh, the the child will come forward with the shield and stand, like, right up behind her, um, close to her, as Archie steps off the boat. The other sailors here don't know what's going on. They, they haven't, you know, the Inquisitor's doing some weird shit, but they're not interested. The, the dockhands don't know what's happening. They're just going about doing their job. I'm moving my character as it would. So yeah. now I'm interested in what this helmet is. Does it detect magic or does it detect casters? Because I didn't think it would be able to detect enchantments. I think it detects magic. So then if you don't have any magic cast, you wouldn't know that you're a wizard. But, well, well, who knows? Ring, ring, no ring. She seems to be aware that there's something amiss when your ship pulls up. 
She seems to be keenly aware that something is not as it should be. And her sword is drawn, and she is ready. And when the first one of you steps off the ship, she calls out to you, Who are you? Show yourself! Uh, we are from the Stormlight... I, I, fuck, what's it called? Storm... Weatherlight. Light. No, Storm not Weatherlight. Storm Stormtide Storm Kingdom. We're from the Stormtide Kingdom. Do not be afraid. We all have armor cast upon us. Uh, we are just simple traders. As you can see, our Solomese banner. <clears throat> are we not welcome on your docks? I'm just here to take out the trash. She is, with a natural 20 on the die, she is not buying any of this shit at all. Um, <clears throat> and she says a word to the young person behind her, and they begin to approach in a slow combat walk down the dock. Great. I think it's time to roll I initiative. Enlarge, yeah. Can it I get my enlarge out there? Yeah, yeah, you can get your enlarge as she's walking this way. Thank you. Yep. I'm not going to enroll that because I said it before you said roll initiative. Right, right. Was... That's fine. Here we go. I feel like I wouldn't be able to observe what's happening here from this position. Can I, like, speech, like, there? Yeah, you can move wherever you want. You would have been able to position you yourself appropriately before the battle started. What's the yeah. height difference between this deck that I'm on and the dock? The ship is the... Let's see, this is a very large stone dock, so I think the lip of this ship is about even... So you're maybe eight feet above right here? Oh, yeah, perfect, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she did literally start it. I hope everybody realizes that. Yeah, we came in peace. We didn't do anything. We just wanted <laughs> to sell our goods. Yeah. But she's not attacked us yet. Okay, uh, our fighter over here rolls a six for initiative and will go first with the, the, the actually, the child will um, they actually just stand behind her with the shield. Mm, yeah, it's a little late, a little late. Uh, and they will move forward together. The kid just following along. God, there's two of you. She Archie's knows what's up. Archie's in front, oh, and Archie's God. big, right? He's like... Yeah. But the Inquisitor is going to move quickly in a, a well-practiced, like, scuttle. She's going to try to get past Archie. Now, this is one of those areas where D&D gets a little bit weird because it's turn-based, and if you guys are right here, if this was, like, a standard video move. game, yeah. you know, she could just get up here or back here behind you. But D&D is a little bit more immersive than that. Archie's not just standing waiting for the Inquisitor to move. So if she wants to get to Nilrum, which she clearly does, I think Archie will inevitably block the way. Um, whoops, wrong order of operations here. 
and she will have to deal with Archie first. So. What do you think, Nick? Plus 10 to hit? Bad. I don't know, is she acquiring for a bison? They'll just pull for a bison, so maybe, yeah. Well, she slashes out with an arming sword at Archie with a 14. Um, you will, yeah, she will miss, you will miss your block on her as well. Uh, and then does she have sword and shield style? Ooh, but she doesn't have her shield equipped right now. It's fine. Um, your turn, Archie. I will punch her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You catch her she uh, you catch her sword with your fist as she tries to block it, and the back of the blade will run and slice into her for how much damage? Six points. Plus and minus. Point six. Uh, oh, seven she's points. She's fucked. That's, that ball went down too far. Offhand. Punch her again. Mm-hmm. For a crit. Uh, that does clear by five. Yes. No shield as well. Yeah. Ooh, two, four, nine. Seven. Still good. Wait. How'd you get? Oh, yeah. So they both got by one. Yep. Oh, but it should be eight, not nine. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Not great for her. What are you doing, Captain? Surely Captain's going to jump off and attack, right? Uh, yeah, I am going to do a running jump off the ship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to land here, roll, because it's less than 10 feet, so. Mm-hmm. That's fine, right? As long as you pass and, your check. Uh, okay. Do I still have to pass a check if it's Oh, no, it's less, less than 10, than 10 feet. feet. You're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you I leap roll... over the balcony, technically you're going to go over the 10-foot mark, so roll your acrobatics check. Oh. Oh. Hey, wait, hang on. Hang on. Because you have it's to jump over. Oh. It's not over 10 feet. No, the deck here is 10, but then the railing you have to clear is at least two feet high. All right. right? What is that, it, that's over 10 feet. Yeah, hey, you'll just take sure D6 it, damage. Yeah. That's it's just fine. But is it the ship? Okay, no, that, that won't help me. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's one uh, point of damage. Oh. You... you know, I sprain my ankle slightly. Mm-hmm. I, I jump back up to my feet. Does the boy turn around? Does um, he have a sneak attack? The squire yeah, is has a you know a readied action for when someone gets close to them. So shield uh-huh. and sword in hand, the squire will he lash out. Because Nick jumped up from 10 feet, he wouldn't have been able to see. Right? I, think the, the, I think the squire would at least hear the the person landing on the deck nearby, on the, the thing. And the flurry of movement of from the fine. side. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I, I don't think it's a sneaky talk. It's, it's okay. Let, let do it this All right. They don't notice Wait, until what? the last moment. Oh. That's a perception okay. check on hand. Um, it won't be a sneak attack, but you can get a flank on them as you, like, tuck and roll to their side. Nice. Uh, okay, my dagger does all my damage. I assume the 11 misses. The 11 does miss, but the but 24 then... will sink all the way into the side of the young squire. That's yeah, a crit. Damage? Three. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, Nick, let's go. Yeah, nice three damage there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's almost enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Nilrum. Norm cast Ooh, web down fuck. here. Shit, so. god damn it. Sorry, Norm, to interrupt, but we have to roll back a little bit. Archie, when you went to strike her the first time, 
Yeah. You were inside the zone of anti-magic and immediately shrank back down to normal size. Oh, okay. I forgot. Uh, it'll be three HP back, but yes. Okay. Is that also Am I... Yes, that would mean Archie's armor spell is gone and Captain John Winter's armor spell is gone. That's annoying. Oh, I'll I guess... it in the and I think Wait, that I means her first attack would have hit you as well, Archie. Right? Because she rolled a... 14? And 14. the block didn't matter, right? No, you Ooh. fucked up the block. Yeah, yeah, the block was a piece of shit. So she actually <laughs> would have hit you. I, I told myself over and over again to remember to shrink Archie, and then I got so excited I forgot. Uh, so yeah. you would have taken this damage, whatever that is. Jesus Eight. Christ. Yeah. All right. Okay. Critically Just important things here. You should remember, web needs to be like anchored on things. So if this, yeah, if well, this building, if this building's not that, then it's fine. Yeah. There's also these posts and shit, right? Yeah, yeah but they're only, like, hip-high. If you're just trying to stop people from walking, that might create a, a difficult zone through which to cross. I want people not to be able to come up here. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to go for. Yeah, I, then you can anchor between these things, and it'll at least create a space this high that is, like, a mess of webs. I can only... I should be able to anchor between, like, all this shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you can, okay, yeah. if your web can reach that far, then it can do all that, the, that whole area. My web is ninety feet. Uh, well, nine five ten by ten. The web spell covers a maximum area of eight ten by ten by ten cubes, and the web must be at least ten feet thick. So a mass of forty by twenty and ten feet may be cast. Creatures caught within the web. So da, da, da. Yeah. So if we're doing ten by do ten cubes, feet. we're doing um, one. Oops, the wrong size. One that comes to here. Yeah, maybe. One, two, four. Yeah, so eight cubes would come out like this. Actually, a little bit farther than that. And block off this area. Hey, uh... Neil, I don't know if, um... She has a magic weapon, but would she lose the damage bonus from her magic weapon and the attack bonus? That's true. Yes, yes. The two... That's why the fire stays back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the squire normally stands back. So it would be minus less, two less on the damage, and, and two less on the hit, two less on the hit which was a fourteen that dropped to a twelve. So Archie wouldn't have been hit, which would be forty HP. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, so many magic effects. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and My you've done your. Off, though, right? Your web spell does go off. Yes, the range of the shield does not extend to you. Um. And Sale, you had not rolled into initiative, but we're watching at the end of the round. Is something? I did. I forgot to have my character selected. I rolled in with um, Dispel Magic. I was going to attempt to Dispel Magic with the shield. See if that ah, would work. Excellent. Oh, um, you need roll no dice. It fails immediately. It does Dispel Magic does not dispel the anti-magic. It we need gets an anti-magic dispelled shield, by the yeah. anti-magic. Yeah, I, I think it's the shield. Because it's like divine magic, maybe it'll work better. Mm. No, not in this situation. Um, it just fizzles entirely. Well, the shield, the shield is a, like a nice big, like Roman style tower shield. Like a tower shield. Right yeah. Um, gotcha. initiative, initiative. Our inquisitor rolls very low, very poorly. I'm gonna be rolling in with the dwarven dagger. <laughs> Sorry, the bard. <laughs> Don't do something stupid, Nora. 
Uh, I am basically holding my initiative to the end of the round. Um, sure. Are you casting a spell? Nope. Just, I'm just ready, like ready to move and intercept if someone comes gotcha. somewhere. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Just adding some guardsmen that are reinforcing on this round. Um, unfortunately, they have been blocked by a web. They're fucking it. Neil, yeah, that is their shit. problem. Um, I'll just roll in one of their initiatives because it's too many guardsmen to do individually. And first one up is Archie. Um. Oh wait, I haven't rolled initiative. Yeah. Oh. Turn, so sorry. That's still from last turn. Um. I got you though. Yeah, okay. There you go. Archie's first. And I will punch her. Come on. Where's the 20? 16 clatters off her armor and falls to the side. And offhand. Jesus Christ. Blocked by the shield. You must be the one they call the Crimson Fist, she says. Sparring off. Wait, she has no shield, though. Just a heads up. Yes, still a miss. Yeah. Her AC is 18 without her shield. I just so thrown off by the getting, getting enlarged oh. and immediately getting shrunken down again. Also, it might be the first time that Archie's missed both attacks. <laughs> 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 Truly a foe to be reckoned with. Yeah. Norm's gonna run over here mm-hmm. and throw his dwarven dagger at the kid for six. Uh, you were coming over here? Yeah. Yeah, I guess probably well, up on this here, deck so yeah. you can see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the dagger will clatter off the tower shield the squire holds um, hey, did the squire not get an attack at me last time uh, they had a readied action so that was their entire initiative but it's then just, they didn't you know. turn fast oh, enough to do it no 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 I thought I rolled it at you oh, I don't think you... oh no I rolled did the perception you... stack in, instead of the attack yeah, yeah. I'm sorry do you, want, you can do it now if you want yeah here you go oh my god they got you they actually did it fucking blocked Right. Well, Holy never mind. Shit. All right. Nick. Two in a row. Let's go. Nice. All right, Captain John Winters, it's your turn. The squire has squared <laughs> off with you now. I blocked his attack with mm-hmm. a smirk on my face as I drive my rapier through the back of his face. Uh, uh, which is blocked by the tower shield. No, no. The dagger's blocked by the tower shield. I got a second attack this round, though, but at the end. Right. Oh, yeah. The guards will approach the webbed area and be a little like, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, one guard will venture forward to touch it and have to make a saving throw versus spell and probably get stuck. Yeah, yep. immediately get stuck to it. Um, another one will help. These two will help to free them. The other guards will look for another way past. And I think that'll be a whole round for them to like discuss amongst themselves how they can get past these things. And I will roll a uh, intelligence and a wisdom check for them. Let's see what they can come up with. Um, intelligence, wisdom. Yeah, I guess in a world where there's no wizards, they probably don't know that they can burn it away. Yeah, this isn't something that they would have normally dealt with. Uh, this area is usually fairly free of such magical effects, and it serves the White Prince to have the defenses to magic be sort of lost upon the regular yeah. citizens. Mm, that's what happens to dictators when they don't educate their population. The Inquisitor will go now. 
and say to Archie, you must be the one they call the Crimson Fists. I'm glad you've heard of me. He'll say with a smile. For the honor of his lordship, his highness, and his grace, I shall put you in the dirt. And she will swing at you. I have adjusted Um, the attack rolls so that they no longer account for the magic. Um, I, and I, I, I will attempt to block this. Come on, the block is so sweet here. He fucking does it as well. Yes, it. Wait, does it? Oh, that's shit. it. You need to hit yeah. 16, and you need to do it with lower than she did. So she brings the oh. arming sword up and down onto your shoulder, and you just like stop it with a single, um, uh, what do you call it? Brass knuckle, it's... and the sword like hit cuts into it, splitting the brass somewhat, and just holds it in place. Um, would you give me an opposed strength check as well, Archie? Since you're like just stopping it with your hand. Oh my, are you fucking kidding me, Neil? Yeah, so you like <laughs> hold it here and then the weight of it will just like ugh, sort of slump you to the side and she will uh, drag as the sword is like stuck into your brass knuckles, like drag it off of your hand. And one of your hands, you can pick which one, but I think you're ambidextrous, so it doesn't matter mechanically, yeah. will be brass knuckle disarmed. How are we going to do this mechanically? Uh, when you roll damage, then we will just okay, roll well. a smaller damage die. Yeah. Uh, and we'll do it on your, your, your ambidextrous, so on your offhand, every t- um, offhand yeah. attack you make. And we go to second attacks, Archie. Okay. I'm obviously doing this with the one that still has a brass knuckle. Totally. That's cute. She okay. definitely dodges. Nilrum, second throw. Do you have a second dagger? No. Captain John winners. Oh, did Sale roll the initiative at all? Shit. I did. He's waiting. Yeah. 13, get me anything? No, not through the, the leathers that the kid is wearing, plus the shield and the shield proficiency. No dice. Mm-hmm. I'll tell Sale, Sale, can you just go pick up the kid and throw him off? Get the shield away from him. We'll, this will be easy. Uh, Yeah, I'll attempt to do that. Seems uh, like a plan. Yeah. So you're going to throw yourself off the boat and... Tell me um, more. How, so let's say I were to leap from here to here mm-hmm. relatively carefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that kind of like? What kind of role is that going to be? So I walk around. Uh, if you jump off and you do not have a tumbling proficiency, you're going to take D6 falling damage. Um, if you want to walk around, then you will end up like next to the Inquisitor in some way, shape or form. And if you do like a, a weird tackle, you might be exposing yourself to an opportunity attack or something. But if you like jump off and come from this angle, then you're behind her and she wouldn't see it and you wouldn't be exposing yourself to anything from her. Yeah. Um, so eight feet, is that like enough? I think that was... That's yeah, enough you've got enough height that you could make this distance no problem, but you will take but D6 take, falling. Yeah, I'll take the damage and I will attempt to physically overpower the kid with it. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Uh, He has a weapon, right? Yeah. You will provoke an opportunity attack from the squire when you, like, try to tackle them, but whatever. It's just a kid. Yeah, I'll try to overbear him. Yeah. You take Uh, one damage as you fall and, like, smash your knee on the... As you land and one of your knees hits the cobblestones below, you throw yourself at this person, easily grabbing hold of them, but they will get an attack of opportunity against you. Which is a you know wild miss. They're too busy focused on John over here. And give me a post strength check against 
the person with nine strength. Uh, yeah. You just like collide with them. You clear by nine. You can easily shove them to the edge of the this area. Are you trying to throw them off? Uh, yeah, I would try to throw him off into the sea. Okay. Well, I guess into the bay. Yeah, they will, as always, they get a saving throw to be avoid the last chance to be uh, avoid being thrown off. Is there something else you were going to say? Uh, like, do I, the fact that he's, like, wearing enough armor to where it would be hard for him to swim without dropping it off? He the leather armor that they're wearing would slow their swimming, but they wouldn't sink. The shield, which is, um, held by right them right now, would have to be dropped. Otherwise, they would sink. Yep, gotcha, okay. So the shield's in huh. the picture if he goes down. Got right, it. yeah. And here comes the saving throw for the kid to see if they can, like, catch themselves from being thrown, maybe on one of those, like, little pylons that ropes are held onto, or maybe if they can just dig their feet in at the very last moment. Uh, they want... They want above a 17. Natural 20. Jesus You slide them to the edge. And they hold. hold. I still have a grip over them, though. Totally. You're still grappled. They cannot make any sword attacks against at you, except against you. And even then, I think the arming sword is too long for this hand-to-hand combat. But the Inquisitor will get her second attack at the end of the round against Archie. And maybe, just maybe, I can pull another 20. Um, You're the... on your fifth yeah. Something absurd. Yeah. Fifteen will hit Archie, but not yep. crit Archie. For four points of damage, it is paltry. And I initiative. think we roll initiative. Yeah. Uh, the kid is no longer doing the dance with the the Inquisitor, so they will roll at their own initiative. Uh, do I just say I want to try trolling back in? Do I just do another unarmed attack? Or... Yep, initiative at um, plus three, and then it'll just be an opposed strength check because you're already holding on to them. Yep, possible. Does everyone roll? One, two, three, four, yep. five, six. Yeah, all right. Archie is first, as usual. Um, with my brass knuckled hand, I will punch... Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. It's her brass knuckled hand. I will punch. Nope. Uh. Sail. Give me that opposed strength check. Hell yeah. I'm gonna what are they destroy rolling? this kid's life. <laughs> yes, you will. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I think they. I said they have nine strength. Yeah. Yep. No dice. You topple them over the ledge. I'm gonna give them a. Do they? They do not hold on to you and cling to you. Um, they don't drop their sword and try to grab you to save themselves. You just shove them over and they topple into the water and disappear with a splash. Captain John Winners. And Nilrum. And Nilrum. Uh, I will back attack. The knight. Excellent. With a fucking 17 pocket attack? The 17 will do it. Yeah, you'll slip past that armor and skewer them. Getting to that fleshy bits. Ah! She crawls out. Only a true creature of chaos would stab someone in the back. Cowards. You better believe it. Nailroom? Uh, lightning bolt goes down. 
did you roll in to cast lightning bolt at the I did beginning of the round? Okay. So you got you just got lucky no, that no, sail beat you in no initiative. I, yeah, I was going to cast it here oh, because man. I wasn't gonna cast it that way because it would fuck yeah. the web. So, yeah. oh, so here's right. sixty-six. Wait, so is sail getting lightning bolt to Yes. 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 I am. <laughs> okay. Uh saving throw versus spell. Uh I think Fuck. What do I it's on your character sheets. Yeah. On the HP, the bottom one. Found it. Nice. You'll take nice. half damage, Sail. Yeah. The Inquisitor will take full damage and just get, like, blasted off the side. <sighs> and her body will splash into the water. Well, wait. Am I might take a 10 or 11 that. damage? We'll just have to go back and get that stuff. Okay. We know it's down there. Right? You know, uh-huh. it's not going to go anywhere. It's not the operation even, it's just the straight, so... Normal, yell out, uh... White Princess Men, stand down and lay down your arms. Or I'll do that to you. You have ten seconds. Yeah, um... Quickly, I will, quickly! Yeah. Morale checks around. Uh, these four back off. This one has managed to get himself stuck in the web as well. This one is desperately trying to pull the friends out. Can I pick up my breast knuckle? Yes, you can. For the people backing off, can I magic missile them? Um, 60 feet plus 10 feet per level, 120... Sorry, 60 yards plus 10 yards per level, You can get yards. one magic missile off before they are out of range, yes. Are you going to do all on one or one on... Yeah, all on one. Okay. All on the one in the back and I'll yell, uh, stop now or I'll do more. <laughs> okay. Roll some dice. Eight points of damage. We'll almost do it. The magic missiles rip through the guard who, like, falls flat on their ass as they bleed from various holes across their body. The other ones will come to a stop. Um, There's still a web between them and you all, so it's okay. Don't worry. There's just a web there. Um, I'll I'll call out the nail room like, what the hell? You told me to go tackle the guy, and then you zap me? What's wrong with you? Sorry, I didn't mean... Genuinely, didn't mean to. We had to get rid of the person. Now let's deal with these soldiers, and I'll show you true apologies at the bar. Just, just hold off on the web for a second. I'd like kick off my shoes and dive into the water. Mm-hmm. I'll yell to them. Um, all of you, come back to the the web spell. None of you will have harm on you. John, you can see the squire is struggling with the shield that is strapped to their arm and is weighing them down to the bottom of the water. They've already dropped their sword and they have no means with which to cut the shield away and are just like panicking against it. Is he sinking? Yeah. Do you Um, save the squire's life? Uh, yes. I will, if I can. You can, yeah. Let it be known, Nilrim didn't specifically say, I promise you no harm. Okay? <laughs> I won't harm you. Alright. Um, you can cut the squire free and they will surface and come to the top, dragging themselves onto the little dock here, uh, heaving, coughing, sputtering up a little bit of water, and then just like laying flat. Put up a good fight, kid. I'll, uh, I'll like take his sword off him and throw it into the water. Mm hmm. No can more, I, uh, wait, sorry, just before. Um, the shield, is it so heavy that I can't swim back up with it? Definitely. I feel like I... Way too heavy. How much does it... Isn't it only like 20 pounds? 16, yeah, but you, pounds. you should... The, the swim up records for like holding weights are surprisingly small. Um, just you get would, Archie to take it to the shore. 
Mm-hmm. We can just tie a rope around it, pull it up. Drag okay, it. yeah, we'll do that later. All right, this person... Um... I pull a bit of rope, and I'm just going to tie, the, tie that hands now. Nurum uh, tells the White Prince's men to form a line and drop your items. Mm-hmm. Do they? Ah. Yeah, they rolled a 17 on their morale check. You, high is bad, low is good. They needed a 9 or lower to succeed, so a 17 is an astounding failure. Um, 21 you say, damage ripped through the line. Real. That's oh a lie. God. He's made he's lied. No. He didn't promise. <laughs> <laughs> he, he crossed his fingers behind his back. <laughs> uh, yeah, the only two that might oh wait, hold on, there's a third one that has more than eleven HP. Yeah, they all are obliterated and die. Okay. Well, it's a beautiful thing. Well, Let's, uh, I assume is fucked up. Any other reinforcements um, have seen what have happened and did not bother with the reinforcing and have fled into the city. The party I'll, has the dock. I'll right. walk over to Nilrum and say, a mighty fine shot with that bolt. I wish you had better aim when I was in the firing line. I'll well, it's easier fingers. when they'll fucking line up for you like a bunch of fucking dummies. <laughs> what do they think? I'll... We're going to be honorable? <laughs> There's no honor among thieves. I'll like crack my fingers and be like, are you ready to make some art? And then I'll hey. walk over and start dragging bodies around. Yeah, you two, s- stop arguing. While the web's still here, let's uh, let's get this stuff out of the water. The web is burning, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I assume it is. Um, can yes. I get yes. Archie to come with me? And we're going to tie a rope around the shield and Mm -hmm. like the helmet and drag it back up absolutely uh it's an easy thing to tie a rope around the shield you just swim down fasten it around one of the the loops through which your arm goes and haul it back up the helmet you can probably swim up with yourself um yeah i mean at some point i'll ask like say do you not want to uh get the inquisitor's body so you can give it to the drowned one i like uh look longingly at the corpse and be like, ah, but my art captain. And then I'll, uh, I'll dive in and try to find the Inquisitor's body. <clears throat> or yeah. dude, there is no way you could beacon a anti-magic shield item, right? How would you be, how would you enchant it that how way? Would you beacon yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this shield and the helmet, as long as they're together, are free magic items for us that can't be tracked. In fact, I need magic item near the shield. Wait, the Inquisitor's sword as well, Neil. I don't forget about that. Sure, you grab the Inquisitor's sword. It's it's not rapier, is it? No, it's an arming sword. How sad. Mm-hmm. What's my penalty with an arming sword? Minus two. Yes. Plus two damage. To the lose sword is probably beaconed right now. To lose a second attack. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's probably beaconed. I, I still keep it on me for now. Yeah. Were there like people watching? Absolutely. There's a whole town over here um, and a whole coastline and there's little fishermen out in boats. And I mentioned earlier that there were dock workers who were helping like attach your boat and they've just backed off to this like um, to this this backside over here away from the fight and scurried, you know, on these docks before whenever there was an opportunity in the battle to get the fuck out of the way. So there are many witnesses to this. Normal scream out. Uh, Let it be known. This island is no longer owned by the White Prince. 
and the Crimson Fists have freed you. I am their Wraith of the Dardens, Nilrum. Nice one. And he'll put his hood up and let his long flowing robes like just power behind him. Yeah, and he walks back to the captain. All right, we need to make our way to the Inquisitor's office. We should all go together to avoid any incidents. Oh, he'll also scream out, Pray to Pono, so your suffering may be as swift as these lot. And he'll point down to the people. I, uh, I'll come over <laughs> back to my ship and I'll shout. Like, I'll, I'll walk back up here and I'll shout down there. I'll say, there's a wounded man over here. Somebody uh, get the Inquisitor Squire onto the ship and give him medical attention. Yep. So, One of the NCOs grabs a kid along with a couple of other sailors, ties them up in some ties them up to one of the masts, um, so they can't go anywhere. But then also treats their wounds as the four of you, the raiding party, will come on land and look for the Inquisitor's office. It is mm-hmm. not hard to find. It is in the central area, just off of this this dock. Um, and you can see inside, like, as you're approaching is someone who's leaving the office with, like, bundles underneath their arms and just, like, magic chugging. Missile. Throw your magic missile. Yeah. I'll shout halt at him as magic missiles go down. Ooh. You there, stop! Yeah, the magic missiles rip through the head, back, and shoulders, and they do come to a stop as they pitch forward in the earth, scattering documents Free everywhere. Help me with this stuff. I'll run over there and start grabbing the paperwork mm-hmm. before it gets blown away in the wind. Mm-hmm. You can start. Do any soldiers come out to attack us, or are we given sort of free reign here? For the moment, you have free reign. Who knows if they are right. regrouping and re recollecting themselves? Maybe there are other soldiers or knights nearby. Um, but for now, no one's here. Well, I want to grab the paperwork. I want to look in the office and grab anything else that seems important in there. Get the squire, get the Inquisitor's body, and leave, I think. Mm-hmm. If you're just grabbing the stuff out of the Inquisitor's office and taking off, then I want you to give me um, a perception check and a wisdom check. One to see what you can find, and one to see how quickly you can, can judge the, the importance. Best? Yeah, can we have the best perception check? I don't mind rolling the wisdom the if it's me that's making the calls. The yes, the best perception well, check and best wisdom check of the group is perfect. Okay, well, I'm 12 and 8, so I doubt I'm best for anything. Sale, you um, can roll the wisdom. Yeah, I have 16 perception. Mm-hmm. You're probably the best at perception, I think, no? I'm 9 perception. It's my dumb Sorry. Start. Nix. No, I'm eight. Oh, uh, Archie? It's the eye patch. I believe I'm eight, too. Okay, I'm 12, so here's my 12. 29. Nice. Nice. And Will failed. Sorry, I'm actually 12, but yeah, it's fine. So you can quickly um, find all the valuables tucked away in here. There's, you know, there's a desk, there's some chests, there's some things on the walls, there's a stack of keys over here. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And Nilrum finds all the things and drags them out. Potato McWhiskey, Sale is in charge of sort of deciding which of these things, which of these papers in a hurry that you're going to need, judging by the the writings on them. And Sale's literacy is pretty brand new. Um, They should be the right person to, to perform this operation, but there's some key words here and there that go missing. Um, yeah, I so you keep, grab. I keep misreading import as important. Uh, you come up with all the ledgers of imports and exports, um, but you missed well, the the top sure, secret okay. labeled documents. I don't want to interfere with what you're doing there too much, Neil, but I don't think we're being too discriminate here. I mean, I assume it's not a massive office. We've got a big ship. There's four of us. I don't think 
with we're, we're not being too we're not being too selective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. You grab you. everything that your arms can carry. Yeah. And book it back to the ship and hop on and take off like right away before anyone has a chance to regroup. Or are you? I want to ask one question before then. Are there any yeah. townsfolk meandering about? No one is meandering. Everyone has fled the area and or is maybe like watching through shutters or behind a door, poking around a wall. I'm going to yell out, I need a townsfolk out here or I'm going to start going door to door. I just need one person who's brave enough to come talk to me. You will not be harmed, I promise. Literally no one. Okay, Norm goes to a door and he knocks it open. I'm not killing anybody. I let the party yeah, out. well, I put a I put it on your shoulder. Norm, don't kill any townsfolk. I tell you, I'm not planning on it. Um, I knock the door open. Five minutes later, the, and the whole the town door, is yeah. dead. No, <laughs> I, you're not planning on it, but that you know, language. That's not have. the same as saying I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you open the door, and right standing before you is a strong man with a a baseball bat who raises it as you come into his house I put my I hand up fight. I'm not gonna hurt you back. I just need to know back pirate I just, you need to let me speak Norm says <clears throat> I just need to know if the Inquisitor has chosen any children on this island and who they are the Grand Inquisitor I nod they were here last year so there's no children who've been chosen? No. I nod. Give him a thumbs up. Thank you. All right. Let's go. May, uh, yeah, we'll leave. May Ponos be with you, I tell him. As you walk, you can see the the bat sort of drop and the head cocked to the side and like a, huh? Confused grunt coming out of them. But what do you want with the children? Comes the call from the wife inside. I'll call back. We're trying to save them from the Inquisitor. And the White Prince. Mm. And as quickly as they came, the party, with now the loot of the Inquisitor's office, including a shield of anti-magic and a helm of some, not really sure, helm of seeing of some kind, um, mm. gather onto the ship. So much I want you to know, if that oh, NPC magic sword. didn't stop talking, no one would have magic missile him. I know you would have. He said he, he did stop. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing I would like to do before we leave is to make sure that I offer all these like I throw all these bodies into the water and offer them, assuming nobody's around, like within earshot to hear me mm -hmm. say the name. And then I would also try to offer the well. Body. When I see you doing that to the Inquisitor's body, I'll say, "Well, the Inquisitor's body business. is sunk to the sea." No, no, I said we pull out. Oh, you he pulled it out. I'm sorry. Out. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm not here to tell you how to do whatever it is you're doing here, but. Uh, didn't you say something about heads being sent to the White Prince? Oh, that's a good point. Um, and I'll use my butchering skill to begin to cut off the Inquisitor's head. In it, give and me, it's going to be really nice. Give me a butchery yeah. check to see how cleanly the cut, clean the cut is, if that is your desire. Oh my god. It's a 31. Her hair is still blow-dried. It's... it's nice and trimmed all the way through um, almost mechanical almost like you know butcher shop level quality with the right tools um, and you can haul the head onto the ship with you 
for the whole lot of you turn and head out down the street and off more adventure off we go yeah i think the plan now is to go back to the base and then no, no we'll go back to the base and then, and then take the <clears throat> the base is on the way so we drop the big ship off at the base and then take the other smaller ship because we'll need to get back against the tide to get back to the base yeah good yeah are we able I'm to wrap just an up? inquisitor head weigh i'm adding it to my character sheet 20 pounds bowling ball <laughs> absolutely um i've got the sword the helmet and the shield on my character sheet but i've not put any weights because they're just going to be on the ship in my room that's fine oh actually maybe um... i should use one of these as my these courses head is seven percent seven point three percent of your body mass uh and her oh she was short she was 411 and 86 pounds she was tiny calling it eight pounds uh 6.3 pounds we'll just call it six pounds yeah all right i got a six pound head in my pocket God, she must rolled really low on her height weight dynamics to be 411 and 86 pounds she's real slender real are we short. able to get back to the base and get to the island to hear the quest why is it quest? 20 I mean, maybe that's better done if Neil's got time to prep for it. But yeah. Seven, I assume he eight. knows what he wants to say. But we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So you can get back to your first, to your base, if that's the, where you're headed, um, without mm-hmm. any more encounters mm-hmm. along the way. Oh, okay. Um, you know, assuming that you're not stopping to pirate any ships that you pass, but there's no like magic fish, there's no terrible storm that is dangerous. There might be high winds or large waves, but you know, yeah, your vessel is especially seaworthy. We want. We also need to neutralize the beacon on the sword, or just keep it next to the shield. Actually, we're going to keep fine. it next to the shield right now, and we're going to put that in the silver-lined room. No, no, but I'm talking about on the ship. Um, oh, on the Neil, ship. Does yeah. the shield work if it's not being held. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. So I just keep the shield, the sword, and the well, helmet all next and to this, each other. And this will quarters. present a problem because the, the aura will extend through walls. And as you bring it on the boat and wherever you store it, and as the crew moves back and forth, um, almost everyone on the ship will very quickly have their armor spell uh, negated on them as they, at some point, they come within the radius of the anti-magic shield. Wait a minute. I think it's only temporarily reduced, though. Um, I, I think that the armor spell should be getting rid, gotten rid of if it's if it goes through. I think that is a, like a super small nerf to how good we're running it right now. I don't even think the armor spell should last permanently, but it is permanent, Neil. So it technically it it would only be temporarily dispelled, I believe. Same as beacon. But it's not a permanent spell. It just uh, its duration is usually damage based. But if it's disrupted, it's not like it's permanent magic. Mm. You know what Absolutely. I mean? There's a slight difference. Just make between... it go away if. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they they all fail and fizzle. Um, That's and soon the whole crew will be non magically enchanted. Okay, but I make sure that any beacons are not firing. That's my priority. Yeah. So the last time this beacon will have been seen is on this island. Yes, okay. if you stack the stuff together, the anti magic yeah. aura should hedge out all beacons. Well, I, I double check it with like having Nilrim or yeah, casting large on someone. 
mm-hmm. and then having them walk next to the shield when it's not being wielded just to make sure that it does still work when it's yes. not being wielded. Otherwise, I'll have someone hold it the whole time. Yes. But yes. Yeah, okay. It is fine. I'll also express to the crew that I want to test call lightning on the shield at some point. Test it how? Like, just try to shoot near it and see if it goes yeah. off. Well, we can take some downtime when we get back home. Yeah. We have to go Work see the player captain ASAP. Yes. Yes. Sure. No. Thank you for being patient. Yes. Why are you so eager to get a, a less impactful guard, Norum? Norum will smile at you. Um, yeah, so we drop the crew off at the base and then drop the big ship off and then we'll take our small ship to yeah. Alba or whatever it's called. Alba Island. Yeah, and I think this is probably a, the appropriate place for us to wrap up for the day. I don't think we'll be able to get through all the fun stuff over there in 10 minutes. Um, so instead of just ending on the spot, in the last four sessions, our party has overthrown the White Prince's presence very directly on two of the 60 Outer Ring Islands. Um. Now, to Sail, this has one set of meaning. Sail is sort of bound to Rohi, whatever Rohi may be, um, to do these things. What about the rest of you? I'm, mostly I'm concerned, not concerned, but I'm curious as to how Archie feels. How much animosity do you have towards the White Prince, Archie? And how much love for Rohi do you have that would further empower that animosity? Um, It's conflicting. I mean... The White Prince has obviously been in our way a lot, and we saw a lot of the fucked up shit that the White Prince has been doing. Um, as for the love for Rohi, I'm, I don't think I'm quite there yet, um, so to speak. Mm. Uh, I haven't really seen any impact of what he's given me since I've, you know, mm. had my pact with him. Um, but Archie's pretty set on the quest of... Um, of getting rid of the White Prince, not necessarily because of Rohi, but more necessarily because it's what it's, his crew wants, it's what the captain wants, it's what, it's what Nilrim wants, and it's what Sail wants. Good team player. Yep. Mm. Okay. Uh, Nilrim, we know you have a hunger for what the White Prince has, a fountain of youth, supreme power, are you yeah. excited to overthrow the White Prince? Is, um, that, is that even something that he really wants, or is it just like incidental? Like you want his stuff, but you don't even give a shit about him. Nilrim more wants his shit, and mm. it seems like he's the group of people that he's rolling with right now are kind of just letting him do what he wants for the most part. Mm-hmm. They have some qualms, but overall, he kind of just gets to do what he wants. They're going towards his goal of attaining eternal youth and he's uh at the same time causing suffering and lifting some people from suffering Mm -hmm. so he feels like you know what he's doing the god that he was meant he feels like to work for some justice Mm. so it's not personal for you it's just business yeah it's just business got it but he does like his crewmates a lot and i think his time in redport with uh the captain was uh pretty eye-opening for him and uh he enjoyed Mm. it and Captain Winters, for you, is it business or is it personal? You know, I kind of feel like 
John's kind of just got swept up in this idea of overthrowing the White Prince. Like, originally, I was stranded here. Then I was being hunted. Then I started to make some money. And I've just had a taste of what it means to rule and have people sort of bowing before me and stuff like that. So that feels all really good. I kind of feel like John understands that none of this happens without Nilrim and Sale. Mm-hmm. And the cost of their help is to go along with the goal of... You know, destabilizing the White Prince. So John's mm-hmm. along for the ride, but I'm as a glimpse into what he's thinking about that vision that uh, Sale described of someone in dark robes being on the on a throne doesn't fill him with a great deal of, of uh, optimism for the future because he knows that he wouldn't let anyone else sit on the throne if he was still around. So it doesn't really bode well for what's going to happen in the future. But I guess mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. So Sale, just. By the conversations that you've had with people, you would have picked up these sort of sentiments from people. And you've been more or less tasked with this holy quest. Unholy quest? Um, You can tell that the rest of your crew is going along with it for the time being, but only because it sort of serves their business purposes or because they're doing it out of, you know, fealty to you. Um, Are you going to be able to bring them along this way or you do you think that maybe just really releasing the outer ring from the white prince's grasp will be enough like do you need to go all the way and how will you get the crew to go with you all the way i think if i'm going to get the crew to go with me all the way it kind of depends on the approach i feel like the friendship with archie is probably like strong enough to where um archie could be convinced, like not compelled, like if we're like, listen, Archie, we gotta take this the whole way. You know what I mean, dude? We can't just we can't just stop at the outer rim. We gotta mm-hmm. we'll take this like all the way. Um with Nilrum, it would probably be have to phrase in a way in which I was still useful to Nilrum towards his goals. Mm. For example, um all I want Nilrum is to be unbound. You can have the fountain you I'm out of here. Second, we're done. With the mm. White Prince, I'm outie. Uh and then mm. with the captain it's probably somewhere in between those two things. It's sort of like convincing the captain that I'm the more stable of the two spellcasters, which mm. you no, know, can be can be difficult at times. Um, and also uh, observing the captain's like desire to be in power, and maybe uh, in like sort of playing on those things uh, mm-hmm. to say well captain you know like if the white prince wasn't here you could have your own like you could have five islands you could have ten islands you could have them all mm. um total freedom total money whatever you want to do you're practically like a god among men mm. lady nightingale will pay tax to you captain you know that's what, <laughs> that's what i want to say yeah that's the one i want to live in right well you're gonna have it sounds like you've got a good um approach but you're gonna have some work cut out for you if that is your will um if this this whole white prince thing will ever actually fully come to pass and maybe maybe it won't but it's definitely going to be up to you to drag the rest of your crew along with this divinely inspired quest unholy inspired quest yeah i like divine unholy divine i i do think that there will be a major conflict at some point where like goals misalign and it's probably going to have to do with the ponos quest line mm-hmm. unless unless i can figure out whether or not like does rohi care about other gods i do have a plan for when we if we meet the cleric as a group to not like not like mess things up but just to kind of like test the waters to see how 
Ponos would get along with Rohi. Hmm. I'm very interested in that plan, but I think we will save that for next time we play. I'll, I'll be in with you. From the Patreon? Oh, yeah. Yep. Bring them on. Um, has John Winters ever had a div- religious or divine experience? Uh, well, most notably when we were on the ship rowing back and you said Rohi, and I feel like, you know, we almost got dragged under the sea. So there was that. It's a pretty divine experience. Uh, in terms of the rest of his life, um, no, not really. I think he's been pretty lawless, pretty evil in his past life as a pirate. And I know it might not seem it now, but I think maybe John's a little bit more moral now than perhaps he was earlier in his life. Um, so no, I don't think he's really, he's not really a godly man. Just someone who has a healthy respect for the, the divine. Um, I think this question is probably for Koivu, they said. In the last episode, in your telling of how the White Prince evaded the assassinations from Magic Fish by sitting in his bathtub of life, um, however, the general population doesn't really believe in the Fountain of Youth. So do people just view this as White Prince propaganda, or is it something else? There's a difference between people not knowing about the Fountain of Youth and people disbelieving the Fountain of Youth as a true story. Um, You know, if President... Uh, Biden showed up one day and he was like, someone tried to kill me, but don't worry. The U.S. Army has like secret medicine and secret antibiotics that we use for, you know, poison attempts against, you know, KGB agent, KGB, KGB agents. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds plausible. U.S. government's got some sort of like secret medicine that they save for just the president. I buy it 100 percent, you know. So I think that's more or less what the the people here would believe. These sort of otherworldly, divinely inspired powers who have been around far longer than their natural lifespan and who are connected to the gods themselves, they say they have a fountain of youth? Yeah, that checks. I I didn't know that. Cool. Fountain of youth. Another question for Koivu. I know you tweak a lot of mechanical uh, mechanics to improve gameplay and realism, and I know you also like to work within the existing world paradigms to come up with clever ways. People would use items, creatures, etc. So my question is, what world-building tweaks or paradigm hacks are you most proud of? (laughs) (laughs) Nice question. And... All right, it's a two-part answer here. Uh, the first is the the brutal honesty that I've been playing with my own house rules for so long that I can no longer remember what's a house rule and what's not. I have modified the system so thoroughly that I think the rules that I come up with, sometimes on the fly, sometimes rules I've been playing with for years, are like written in stone in the player's handbook. And I just say it with authority like, oh yeah, it's totally this way. And um, sometimes they're not true. Uh, the things I guess I would be most proud of that I'm aware are actually tweaks that I've made and not rules that I've forgotten are rules and think are house rules would be the modifying of Thacko. And originally, 2nd edition D&D, because it was made by a bunch of... I like to pretend a bunch of people hopped up on drugs in the 80s, because that's the only way that the systems make sense. Um, you have a combat stat called Thacko, which means to hit armor class 0. Um, and you take this number... 
And when you roll to hit, you subtract your enemy's AC from this, and then you want to roll that or better. Because according to the rules as written, your AC starts at 10 and then gets lower. And the lower AC you have, the better. Negative 10 AC is the best AC in the game, except for, uh, I think, gold dragons have negative 11. Um, and so if you have... 14 Thacko, and your enemy has minus 1 AC, then you subtract minus 1 from 14, so you need a 15 to hit them. It's a a terrible, terrible approach. You shouldn't have to subtract one number from another number and then roll higher. You should just say, my AC is here, I've rolled to hit above that. It just, it's so much simpler. Why would you do it any other way? Um, So that very obvious adjustment, making AC start from 10 and go up and getting rid of Thacko and just giving you an attack bonus that starts and goes up is is my most favorite approach. It's not particularly the most clever, but it turns 2e from a game that is very difficult for new people to pick up to, into a game that is much, much easier to pick up and walk around with. Two more quick questions. Uh, we'll save some for next week. Question for Mr. Moon. Does Nilrim hate his old master? Um, short answer, no. He just felt a little scammed that he's getting to go to like become a wizard but you have to work with for me for like 20 years in like indentured servitude so um Nilrim doesn't hate his master he just saw an opportunity to get the fuck out and he did and the last question for Koibu now that the sword was sacrificed could we get details on what its stats were what the sword, sword the paladin sword well not well, the, the knight paladin, sword yeah the knight sword that glue glue Glowed? Sorry. Glowed. Yeah, glowed. <laughs> oh, the one that you sacrificed to Rohi. Right, right. Yeah. It took me like five minutes to figure it out. Um, no, I actually can't tell you what it is. This is one of those. Oh, shit. This is one of the. This is maybe one of the rules. Maybe not like a mechanical rule, but like a DM perspective rule that I really enjoy. Is I I always want to put my players in a position that if they do something they get to know and get all the rewards but if they don't go down a path then that path is just going to be an unknown and the hope behind that is that it will cause people to go after the things they're actually interested in Mm -hmm. um so there's no like oh you didn't do this thing here's the spoilers for what it would have been it's just going to remain like a darkened mystery until such time as it is discovered and that way players won't be like oh i want to know what's over there but mechanically it's better for us to do this thing and i'll just like get my answers later in years that's a good point yeah Um, and that way the players if they want to know something or figure something out if like the players are curious, hopefully it motivates their characters to have curiosity and to follow down unoptimal paths just to like satiate their knowledge. So uh, spoilers like this, I, I prefer not to give out unless it, there's short, you know, short answers reasons. get fucked. Get yeah, fucked. yeah, get fucked. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. All right. Um, if you want to name something on our ship. All right, we name one of the crew members. I think we have 40 new crew members to name, and they might get called out, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Go on the Patreon. If you are a $3 per month tier or above, there's a new post there or in the Discord. Check it out. Put a name in there, one per person, and um, I'll ship it over to Koi and you can start naming some NPCs. Nice. Awesome. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll Great be back session. in two weeks. Thanks for watching. Yep. Come to the Reddit thread. Post some questions. And uh, yeah, see you next week. Ciao. No, not next week. Not next week, right? Week after. Week after. Bye bye. Bye bye.